With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Funny things that you think funny aren't funny. Give me talks all the time. I want talks all over me. The Alan Cox Show kicks ass, man. Welcome. Welcome. Show me what you got. Say hello to Bill Squire, who's right over there. Hey, creepy hugs, everyone. Thanks for listening to and watching this episode of the Alan Cox Show. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share Colton with the boys. Are you all right? Yeah. Okay. Just kind of got a little lost there. Like, what do I say here? What do I say? There's a rhythm to it, yeah. and if you if you brain fart for even half a second, yeah, throw you off the tracks. Mary Santora, right over there. Hi, guys. No babies. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Rescued a dog this weekend. How can you I be did? bad? Well, Gwen and I, she did the lion's share of the work. Like from a harmful situation? It was running around the neighborhood. It could have been hit by, gotten hit by a car. Oh, wow. Chase it down. Found the owner. Saved its life. I think it was a golden doodle, actually. Oh, really? I think it was a big version of your dog. You have a mini golden doodle? I have a petite golden doodle. It's the smallest of the doodles. Like a... T- Okay, like a teacup tea golden noodle, if, yeah. it were, if it were smaller. It's not quite teacup size, but she's small, but mighty. Uh, say hello to our own little teacup golden doodle, uh, Pound Cake, who's back behind the glass. Afternoon, white people. Happy Monday. It is a Monday. It is the last day of August, believe it or not. Gwen was like, how can time be going simultaneously so fast and so slow at the right? same time? I go, I don't know. No, we're running around uh, doing Sunday stuff yesterday. Some of it inside, some of it outside. And Gwen goes, hey, there's a dog standing in our front yard. And I go, okay. And she goes, "I don't. it's not attached to anything. And I go, <laughs> all right, well, let's go see what's going on with this dog. And it's standing there. It's got a harness on, but no leash. So we're like, okay, this thing broke out of something. You could see that it had like shrapnel in its fur or something so I'm like either it's been running through the woods or it broke out of somebody's fence mm-hmm. or whatever so we run out into the front yard and she grabs our dog's leash and the dog then bolts mm-hmm. so then there's a lady across the street walking her dog and that dog freaks out and the lady and we're running I'm, I grab some treats mm-hmm. to try to lure this thing 
And we're like, it's not our dog. We're trying to get the dog. You know, yeah. she's looking at us like our dog is coming to attack. Yeah. Understandably, you know. I mean, there's nothing worse than when somebody's... Like, we've all seen people who don't leash their dog because they firmly believe that their dog is so awesome it doesn't need to be leashed. Mm-hmm. Or they severely overestimate the degree to which their dog is trained. It's like, a, oh, you know what? He's fine. Meanwhile, the dog, like, is leaping on things. Like, put your dog in a goddamn leash. Anyway, so we finally, we run across a couple of yards... Uh, and at this point, I'm like, boy, we're putting a lot of work in this. Um, but you know, a good deed, whatever. Those so never, those good, no good deed goes you, unpunished. How'd you finally corner the dog? Well, I got him to come over to me to, yeah. for a treat. Nice. And Gwen swiftly hooked the leash onto him, and we walked him. It was a him. Uh, walked him it's back to him. back to our house. And then we go through the requisite, like, well, let's put it on the neighborhood Facebook page, and let's mm-hmm. call the cops or whatever, you know. I feel like there's no animal control anymore. It used to be a guy would come out with a net. If cartoons were any guide, you'd have a guy coming out with a net. John Witherspoon style in Friday. And he would chase your dog around and throw him in the back of a little paddy wagon. You know, now you call and they go, oh, we'll call the cops or whatever. And so we sat there for a bit and we had already called and, and des- described the dog. And that's when I was really looking at it. I go, I think this is a golden doodle. That's what your dog is, yeah? Yeah. It looked like a bigger version of Bill's dog. Yeah, Otherwise, like, I would have been entirely ignorant as to what this dog is. I said, I'm pretty sure that's what this is. They're pretty energetic dogs. you got to make sure you got you milk that energy, which is a new term that I'm using to make my girlfriend really unhappy. Yeah. And, uh, uh, <laughs> and the prostate from time to time. Well, I mean, milk I that energy. A, These dogs need their glands expressed, and I certainly wasn't going to do that. I have a girl dog, but now I call uh, taking my dog on a walk. is uh, We're going to go milk. Yeah. Except female dogs drain, need their you know, female dogs the dog. need their glands expressed yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but yeah. but that's not. I'm just milking the energy out of her so she's not so crazy. Sure, yeah. So we go for long walks, and that's uh, and I really know that my girlfriend hates that term, so I use it a lot. I do uh, relate to what you say when you're in like the middle of a good deed, and you're like, "This isn't even my dog," and like you're aggravated because you're just trying to do something right, but it's not going the way you want it. So you're like chasing a dog that's not yours, and you're like, "Come on, man, I'm trying to help you. Like, well, just relax." C- compounding that was this was about a year and a half ago when my wife saw a dog get hit by a car <gasps> on our street. And she gets out, and the woman comes running across the street, and the husband, and they put a sheet over it, and they're mm-hmm. crying, like, how are we going to tell the kids? They just went to school. Oh, and my no. wife's standing there, like, hugging this woman. And she, <laughs> yeah. So she's like, I just didn't want that again. So anyway, we see this cat about 20 minutes later, huffing and puffing, riding his bike. And he, like, looked over, he's like, oh... Oh my god! Like he looked like he was ready to cry. We're like, "Is this your dog?" He's like, "Yeah, she got out of the fence." And I'm like, "Cool, man. Well, she's right here. Have take fun. Her. You take her. Whatever." And she wasn't causing any, causing any problems. Yeah. But the last thing I wanted to do. It's one thing if you can get a dog to kind of be like, "Come here, come here." It's another thing when you're running around the neighborhood. I'm like, "How much yeah. work are we going to put into this?" Right. Fortunately, it didn't come to that. Um, but again, it was weird because we're like, it had a harness on, but no collar, no tag, no nothing. Normally, you just call the number that's on the tag. Piece mm-hmm. of cake, right? Hey, your dog's here. Uh, harness on. Nice harness. They should come with Instagram handles or something. Facebook names. Something. I'll get a whoopsie, whoopsie doodle 216 tattooed on her ear. There you go. Mm-hmm. You just tag her that way? Yeah, yeah. We'll do a brand. But your dog, my dog, you know, some dogs have chips in them. But that yeah, mine's chip. That doesn't help you. I don't know how that works. Like You have to I take them that... to a, like a place where... 
uh, like a rescue or something. That yeah, that helps if they can be scanned, but you don't have a scan a dog well, chip scanner. That's what I'm you saying. I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's not like you know you can do find my iPhone app, which Poundcake now has. Yeah. It's not like you can do yeah. the find my dog app on your phone mm-hmm. unless you chip them on your own, which I don't know. You know, you can do anything these days. I, I suspect that that's probably an option for some people. But anyway, so couldn't they make it like Apple Pay? How so? You put the phone in you, front of the dog. Yeah, you put the sensor up. on it, and then it pops up and goes, "Oh, this is where the dog lives." Yeah, this That'd is. Cool. Well, the best part was is when the guy he goes, "Oh my god, that's the dog." We're like, "What's his name?" He goes, "Brent." <laughs> that's a good dog. I, I that's like the those. greatest dog name I've ever heard. That's I've, great I've only ever had female dogs, but if I had a male dog. Bet your ass the name in Brent. <laughs> Brent. I don't know if the guy was a fan of the British office or what. Uh, you know, Kansas City Royals, great. Uh, well, that's Brett Saberhagen. Mm-hmm. You know, not uh, not uh, Brent Saberhagen, but uh, so yeah. So uh, good deed for the weekend uh, by me. I I um, I'm taking my wife did the lion's share of the work, but she's so nice all the time. You know, that I when I have to do anything like that, I go hey. I like amplify my oh, yeah. my portion of it. You wear your cape. You're a superhero. Not all heroes wear capes. But I've seen that, that on social. Do I? Yes. I Not do, in I that capacity. If I'm running around, I'll only have a cape on. It's like your daughter's kite that you just tie around your neck. That's kind of what I do. <laughs> Man, sure. did you guys see that kid that got pulled up by the kite? Yeah, it was crazy. No. Like, this three-year-old gets like wrapped up in the tail of a kite, and it's like one of those big ones at some sort of kite festival. In Taiwan. And the kid's getting whipped all around. At first, I thought it was fake. It Me too. It looked CGI. It looked like in Harry Potter when he first learned how to ride the broom. Yeah. Like, he's just getting whipped all over the place, and then the kid gets set down safely and is okay. But it is terrifying. But the story is this child only had minor bruises after being lifted a few feet off the ground. I'm like, a few feet? You guys are supposed to be good at math. <laughs> yeah. It looked like it was up in the stratosphere. Yeah, that kid This was... kid was like tiny. <laughs> and there's people screaming. Yeah, it's Although this a must happen a scene. lot, because if this has happened here, there would have been much... Granted, we're Americans way more prone to overreaction, but over there, yeah, there were a couple of people screaming, but it was almost like that wasn't the first time they had ever seen that. There was one lady going, oh! Oh, oh, this kid is like drones are going to hit it in yeah. a couple of seconds. If you haven't seen it, just Google Taiwan Kite Festival, and you'll see this kid go up. I don't know how the kid held on. I don't Because was... she was like wrapped up in the oh, kite. Oh, she was. So like, oh, she was oh, all tangled. That's luckily, good then. Otherwise, yeah, it's good because yeah. otherwise she would have not been able to hold on because it was not a smooth ride. Yeah. It's a strong-ass kite. Well, it was a big, big. long, like, if the you could tell... When it was on the ground, it took a dozen people to hold it. Yeah. Uh, why they had a kid tethered to the end of it, something tells me they were trying to get rid of this kid. They just <laughs> came back down, and they were like, ah, crap. Dude, that looks like a really fun ride, though. If you knew that you would be safe, would you do it? No. If you knew that How would you safe? know that you were going to be safe? Like, I mean, they... cover the ground in, like, in, like inflatable or something. Uh, well. Or do it okay. over water or something. Yeah, hey, I don't over know. Over water. Because even, even over water from, like, her max... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Height, it's still a pretty big fall. I would say over 100 feet. Yeah. 
Alan Cox. The sort of man we used to describe at school as a complete prick. The Alan Cox Show. On 100.7 WMMS. 216-578-1007. Want to join us live? 800-348-1007. Send me a text. AlanCoxShow.com. Watch the live stream there today with the help of our friend Floyd Murgatroyd there in the uh, in the Alan Cox Show offices. Uh, Customer sent me a long, long list of people that want to help out with the live stream. Oh, beautiful. Just, Just some like, uh, people uh, they happened to know mm-hmm. or probably got connected to via LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn, as Dick from Dayton calls it. Yeah. A lot of them. Okay, good. Pretty funny ones. Pretty good ones. I mean... I was going to say, don't make them feel bad, Bill. They're not even here yet. I mean, what people like Nitzi, Stephanie Nubler, Stephanie in quotation marks, sounds like a perfect candidate. We do need to get more females back there, yeah. by the way. A lot of guys have been mm-hmm. floating through. It's been very testosterone heavy around here lately. I don't want Mary to feel outnumbered. I don't Thank want you. Mary and Poundcake to feel outnumbered. Um, hey, listen, uh, your Indians, tonight, they are in Kansas City. God, I forget what Kansas City is. Nevertheless, uh, somebody in the Reds just mentioned what Kansas City is. But they'll play uh, the aforementioned Brett Saberhagen and the Kansas City Royals. Uh, tonight, 8.05 is your first pitch here on MMS as the season winds to a close. Uh, the penultimate series in the Alan Cox Show Fantasy Baseball League begins tonight as well. Uh, that is uh, my White Sox against Mary's Minnesota Twins. <laughs> Kirby Puckett and the Minnesota Kirby Twins. Bucket. So you and I have, uh, that is a six-game stretch, or seven games, something. They do three in Minnesota, mm-hmm. four in Chicago, or the other way around, something. It's too many. Well, but it depends. There's money to be won. <laughs> Five <laughs> bucks a game. And then the Could very last thousands. very last season is going to be Sox Indians. I had read earlier in the morning that Mike Clevenger might have been going to the White Sox. He in fact was sent to the San Diego Padres. A nine player trade. Yeah, it was a lot. The a lot tribe gets six guys and the Padres get three. That sucks. Um does it though? I like Clevenger. I feel like the the beginning he was one of the, of the end. Ones who lied, right? But the beginning of the end yes. for him was that COVID thing. Yeah, because that really that really took the steam out of the the stride there in the uh, in the locker room. I think those guys were like they wanted to separate. This sucks, and yeah, him and Plezak, I'm sure. Yeah, Plezak's still out there in like he he got sent down, and they haven't brought him back up yet. Well, but, he's a rookie, so like last year was his first year. Well, that was when he was a rookie. Okay, well he's still <laughs> fairly new. So. Sent down. What does that mean? Minors. But oh. they don't have like minor league teams or playing right now. They're right. that game, so demoted. they're just playing practice games against each other, just to stay ready. So in case they have to call someone up, rookie is your first year. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. So um, uh, the Padres made four trades in uh, two days, Damn. and they announced uh, Mike Clevenger, Greg Allen, who was an outfielder and a player to be named later from the Indians, in exchange for six guys from San Diego. Kenny Lofton. Kenny Lofton is naming players later. (laughs) That's a later player. Uh, You mean Kenny Lofton, the Chicago Cubs? Yeah. Oh, man. Wouldn't that be amazing? Omar? Is he coming? (laughs) Omar. Yeah. This barehanded catch. Come on. CC Sabathia is coming back. (laughs) Uh, So Clevenger is on his way to the whale's vagina. And uh, whatever. I'm going to miss him. He's a bud. 
I liked Good. him. I mean, the, the yeah. couple of interactions we had with him, I thought he was a, a, a nice dude. Um, but you're always hearing weird things about him. And, I mean, there's always, you know, things in the wind. Who cares? And, uh, you know, the Padres... You know, uh, they're having a season. I don't, Padres are just one of those good. teams I never think of. Beautiful they're, city, though. They're, have, they're about the same spot that we're in, where they're second in their division, and they could make, they're could they making a run at it, so good for them. I had, to, I, I had to work that somewhat into my calculus a couple of years ago when I had been offered a morning job in San Diego, and I thought, can I pretend to be a Padres fan? Because that's what you would have to do, right? Nobody else is, so why would <laughs> that's you have what I to? was. Well, I was like, well, it's you know, it's after the Chargers left, Padres. You know, for people who are thirsty for sports, uh, they look to the Padres. I think that's all they've got left. They don't have the Chargers anymore. They don't have a basketball team. They don't have a hockey team. They've got the Padres. So I don't know if it's just not a a, a sports town. There's so much other stuff to do. Well, there's plenty of cities that have other things to do that are sports towns. Chicago is a huge sports. But town. it's like Los. There's always things to do. Los Angeles, like they they have two sports, like or they have two what basketball teams, baseball teams. They have two baseball. They have two well, two baseball two teams, two football teams. teams, two football teams, and two basketball teams. And and no one could give you know a fat frog's ass about it. Well, listen, and they kind of have two hockey teams too because they got the Kings and the Ducks, right? Because Anaheim is basically L.A., right? Uh, kind of, yeah. It's close enough. It's down there. It's yeah. close enough to be. Because the Angels are the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Of Anaheim, right. So anyway, so Mike Clevenger, who, what, th- three or four seasons he was here? Wasn't here that long? 2016, yeah. Uh, you know, but, uh, you know. So there you go. I was in the break. I was checking the office to see if we had a uh, Mike Clevenger bobblehead. Uh, because... You know, we get given bobbleheads all the time by the sports organizations. So we have a lot of Cavs bobbleheads. We have an Andrew Miller bobblehead <laughs> back there from whenever he was uh, kicking ass in uh, the Indians. But he hasn't been here for a while. Yeah, it's been a minute. A couple of years. And these are the Cardinals now, I think. So uh, anyway, yeah, Clev, uh, take that forest doubting uh, attitude of yours, and see how that plays in San Diego, my friend. No forest really there. No, no trees in California. Great surfing, though. Very expensive to live there. Big homeless problem. But again, uh, beautiful problem. city, you know? I wonder if there's a sticker shock when they get go from a place like Cleveland, where your money goes a long way, to a place like San Diego, where things are expensive. Why like when you're buying a house. Dogs. Yeah. But like I'm thinking more like when they're trying to get a house, oh yeah, or like an apartment or something. Like maybe, that. you're like, I'm getting this much for this. Much. Maybe you don't buy a house. I mean, maybe. But even you if you're know. renting, it's still incredibly expensive. When I yeah. visited there, my friends had like an efficiency. Like they just, their bed folded out of the wall, and they were paying like twenty five hundred dollars a month, and it was like two hundred square feet. Yeah, I remember New York. I was in New York last summer. <laughs> And I, I mean, I'm obviously not renting or anything there, but like just going out to eat, I'm like, why is my turkey sandwich eighteen dollars? <laughs> like this, literally, turkey, lettuce, mayo, maybe some chips. <laughs> why is this twenty dollars? I can't. Yeah, I had the reverse when I first came to Cleveland. I was like, oh, this is going to be great. <laughs> a whole dinner for six bucks? Get it's out a here. quarter to park. <laughs> <laughs> right. How much is parking? How many quarters do you have on you? Three? That's a day and a half. <laughs> well, it's free after six, too. So awesome. you don't have to worry about it. Oh, my God. Yeah, I used to complain about downtown parking. I'm like, $30? 
for a game day? Like that's ridiculous. That's robbery. And then I go and to it's Chicago. Not even, and no, it's not even that low here anymore, though. I mean, it was like fifty bucks if you wanted to park in a garage for a tribe game. I don't remember that. So that was like peak when that the tribe was, in 2016. was on. Two thousand sixteen prices were crazy because the Cavs were good and the Indians were good. So those downtown prices was a nightmare. were ridiculous. I worked down closer to the Brown Stadium, and even down there, it was like twenty five bucks to park, and you have to walk a mile to the stadium. But not anymore. A whole mile. That's far to pay twenty five dollars to park and then still have to walk fifteen minutes to get there. Okay, you don't think? Uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not asking you. I would think <laughs> if you're going to be that far away, it should be cheaper, yeah. right? right? How much cheaper? Ten dollars. Ten dollars. I mean, they are trying to make money. I understand that they're yeah. also charging for a gravel lot. So well, they're also not it's all profit. They're also not forcing you to pull in there. Right, but I'm saying anything. that if you're that far away, you think it would be cheaper. No, because they they realize people are going to get pushed to the outer concentric circles looking, all the cheapskates looking for cheapo parking. They go, I'll give you cheapo parking, mm-hmm. 25 bucks. Right, especially Well, you don't have anything out here for eight? I'm in yeah. Medina. I'm in no. the eight range. <laughs> I, I parked in Medina. No, it's still 25. Chadwick Boseman died. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was such a bummer. And just so out of nowhere. Not for him. Well, he knew, but I... But nobody you, else knew. My could buddy, you imagine not telling anybody about that? That's my, such a heavy thing. My friend is... He talks to the Russo brothers who directed Endgame and Civil War and all those different Marvel movies and asked, like, what the hell? And they're like, we had no idea. He just said that he had Crohn's. And they worked with him on, like, four or five different movies. Yeah, because you could see him looking really drawn in some of the, in some of the like... um. Not the films, but in some of the events he would attend, yeah, and the press some of the interviews yes. he'd give. Yeah, my wife worked with him on Draft Day, uh, that movie about the Cleveland Browns that was here four or five years Fonte ago. Fonte Mack. She met him on that. Th- yeah, um, but yeah, uh, we were we were I don't we were at home and Gwen goes, <gasps> I go what? She's on her phone. She mm-hmm. goes Chadwick Boseman died, and it took me like I was like what? And then I saw, I hadn't had my phone near me, and then I saw that you had already sent us the info. Yeah, I I saw it right before I went on stage in Lorraine, thanks to everybody that came out, uh, someone sent it to me, and I was just, I couldn't believe it, because Mm -hmm. it's so out of nowhere. Like, nobody had any idea that this guy was dealing with that kind of sickness, and, you know, like, even people real close to him didn't know. So, it's just, it was so shocking. I couldn't imagine. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Jumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Jumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Going through that and just hiding it. All right. And especially in this day and age where people put every little problem that they have on social media. Well, not even like not a problem, with their health, but like, yeah, like that's a big thing. Going through chemo and all yeah. that kind of stuff. I mean, his and then family not knew. saying a that, word. That's why people were giving him so so many accolades, that's though. Crazy. They were like, he didn't want to put it on his co-stars. He didn't want to put it on. He's got one more film that'll be released posthumously. But um, last thing of his I saw was called The Five Bloods. Did you watch that on Netflix? No. But these black dudes who are like Vietnam kind of thing. It's really good, actually. I, I feel like it fell through the cracks. But the uh, tweet from his account announcing his death is the most liked tweet of all time. Oh, wow. Wait, I had one that was pretty good earlier. 27? Yeah. <laughs> are you in a close second, Bill? Is that what you're saying? I'm a distant third. Okay. <laughs> 
Hey, it was just a black and white photo of him next to the statement from his family announcing uh, his passing, uh, and it got uh, almost six million likes. And uh, I think it's over eight million. Seven point four. You yeah, yeah, there you go. You couldn't avoid it over the weekend. I mean, everybody who had ever come in contact with this guy uh, had nothing but you know. Anytime uh, someone famous dies, there's that requisite outpouring of whatever. But this felt a little different because everybody would a nobody knew he was sick. It'd be different if. Um, you know, somebody had announced a year ago, like, you know, Alex Trebek. People uh, love Alex Trebek, but there's something in the back of their brain where they're like, oh, waiting for him to die because he's got stage four or whatever. And he's also, what, in his 70s? In his 80s? 70s. Yeah, Chadwick Boseman was 43 years old. I also saw a lot of people mention, too, the fact that they don't even really start telling you that you should get tested for colon cancer, which is what he died from. You know, they don't screen until you're 50, except it, it affects black guys a lot. And those people tend to die, uh, those guys who have it tend to die younger than 50. So there are some medical professionals in the mix, too, kind of pointing that out. So he had been diagnosed with colon cancer about four years ago. And he had still been making movies despite having operations and chemotherapy and all that kind of stuff. So there were a lot of... um, uh, very teary celebrities over the weekend. Josh Gad was beside himself. Did they do movies together? They knew each other. Yeah, they yeah. did something. They were in... Um, part of the reason that people liked Chadwick Boseman, obviously, was because of Black Panther. But he also played Thurgood, Thurgood Marshall. He played Jackie Robinson. He played a lot of these historical figures. Uh, what's his James Brown. James Brown. Get, Get on, on up. That's a great movie. Yeah, Black Panther was one that I sat on for a while because, you know, reading those comics as a kid, Black Panther was never, obviously, in my top five. But everybody's like, you got to see it's so good, it's so good, it's so good. And because Gwen was like, did you see it? I go, yeah, I, I don't remember where we were, but she and I were flying separately. Obviously, usually when we go somewhere, we're flying together. I was flying back early or something, and I watched. I finally watched Black Panther on the flight home and, like, just made it because it was so long. Um. And it was phenomenal. Yeah, it's great. great movie, movie made like one and a half billion dollars. So you also had to figure that everybody at Marvel felt their stomach drop over this because they were going to get, you know, they're writing Black Panther 2. They're writing Black Panther 2. There's going to be more Avengers movies where he's going to be one of the main characters in that. Like, he was a big part of their next phase. And that's all. Who knows what they're going to do. Fans are being very vocal about the fact that they don't want Marvel recasted, but you, you have they're gonna, to. They're gonna. You yeah. have to know that right now the conversations at Marvel are like, "Look, we want to be respectful, but there's no way we're not going to do this." Mm-hmm. It was a. It made over a billion dollars. That's a lot of pressure for whoever over, takes that role, too. Yeah, though I have right. an idea, though. I think they should cast Will Smith. No, uh, Michael, Keanu Reeves. Michael B. Jordan. And he already played Killmonger. I know, and I thought that'd be a good way to continue the legacy. This guy that was playing the bad guy in the first one can now play that character, T'Challa. Not he wouldn't come back as Killmonger. He'd come back and play T'Challa, the Black Panther. I think that'd be cool. I don't like it when they do that. Well, what else are they going to do? I know, but when they bring back someone who's clearly from they, this guy was another right, character, I, and they're I, supposed I, to act like he wasn't. But they could write it that he ascended to the Black Panther. You know what I mean? No, like, I think just just act Bill's like saying he's act that. like it never happened. Yeah. Nobody's going to. Oh do that. no, no, no! They, I think they I should. That. I think they should write it that he ascended to the. I, I, I think retconning it is weird. Like you just go, oh, he wasn't that guy. Now he's this guy. Right. You know? I think uh, 
I think it'd be an interesting way to do it because that's a guy that has the cachet and the talent to play that role, though. How about Paul Rubens? Hey. That'd be now we're talking. a different direction. Because he's older. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the only reason. Just because of Good the Good pun, too. He yes. said, I, I suggested it, and Bill said, that would be a different direction. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, if you remember... Mm-hmm. I said direction. Oh, but, I'm sorry? Direction. I don't know if he's allowed at movie premieres, oh, to be honest well, with you. I don't think it. Well, fortunately, those aren't happening. <laughs> hey, so. yeah, you're right. Yeah, what do we care? But, uh, yeah, no shortage of, of accolades for the guy. Uh, he gave... The commencement address at Howard University. He wasn't even an actor from the beginning. He was a playwright and wanted to direct. And then somebody near him said, you're real good at doing all these other things, and you should think about doing those. To be young, gifted, and black, we all know what it's like to be told that there is not a place for you to be featured. Your very existence is wrapped up in the things you are here to fulfill. Whatever you choose for a career path, remember the struggles along the way are only meant to shape you for your purpose. This is your time. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah. That was uh, pretty intense and sad and all that. People got a reality check because apparently they were roasting him months ago for, like, a Facebook Live that he was doing or, like, a picture that he took. And they were, like, uh, instead of Black Panther, they were calling it Crack calling him crack <gasps> panther because oh, he, he looks look so good. drawn and yeah. they didn't know that he was sick so they're like right. damn i feel i feel bad because yeah. i'm like they you don't, don't know what's, i mean you don't, don't know what he's going through you can just i know calm down a little bit on your comments and i get trying to crack be funny panther, but, yeah. like come on man <laughs> yeah that's funny, you know what someone is that's funny. Yeah. crack panther is funny Okay. I'm sorry. I mean, yeah, in retrospect, everything goes, oh, that's I shouldn't have done that. Mm. That sucks. But in the moment, nobody knows. Yeah. In the moment, you're just like, got off that Crack Panther line. Yeah. That was good. And I know, you know people are telling me, well, Don Cheadle replaced uh, Terrence Howard after Iron Man. Yeah, but he wasn't a main guy. You know what I mean? Like, And that was early enough in the whole Marvel thing. Like, Iron Man 1. Well, you had they Ed hu- Norton and they- Mark Ruffalo. Also, Terrence yeah, Howard but those, that die. was like a whole different thing. I mean, no, I'm, no, that was a that that was part of the MCU. Ed Norton playing the Hulk. Yeah. Well, anyway, but okay. was Mark Ruffalo in the original Hulk movie? No. Okay, so then that's the difference. Mark I, Ruffalo I, I understand wasn't the second hand guy. Right. You know, I, I understand. No, your no, point. he wasn't. <laughs> you know. I understand your point, but I just thought it'd be like kind of a cool nod to it, because everybody liked Michael B. Jordan in Black Panther so much, and he dies. So, spoiler alert. Listen, bottom line is they can obviously it's comic books. They can do whatever they want. I just think it would be weird if they just ignored that he was the other guy. There's a thousand ways you could write him into it. But I think I don't think you think with everybody knowing what happened to Chadwick, you aren't going to call into like you're not going to make reference to him passing away in the movie that way. No, but just acting like the other guy didn't. I mean, this is like the it's, big debate that everybody does in um, Fresh Prince, where they just replaced Aunt Viv and acted like the other lady was never there. Right, but that's you know, what like, you have to do. This is not the same actress. Are we never going to talk about this? It's like, a movie, and so what else are you going to do? I don't know. For someone who's so into but cinema, the, you would think Right, that, no, but that example, the other Aunt Viv didn't die, and this is like the main guy of a billion-dollar franchise yeah. who's dead now, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. in the comic books, his sister becomes Black Panther. So I thought about that, too. They yeah. could do that. That'd you be know. cool. Yeah. And, of course, you know, Winona Ryder famously played Black Panther's sister. So, I mean, that's something to consider. That's not... I'm sorry? What's that? What about John David Washington? 
He's on the come up. He's in Tenet. He was in Black, oh, yeah. Black Klansman. He's great in yeah. everything he does. Yeah, I he's seen fantastic. Tenet, but he's Dynamite. He's Denzel's kid. And Denzel was real tight with Chadwick Boseman. That would be cool. I'd be okay with that. What about Ray Romano as the Black Panther? Hey, I'm a Black Panther! Stop it! <laughs> Stop it! Stop it! What if the sequel opens with them talking about how the Black Panther died from colon cancer? Okay. Could they do that? Sure. Do people get sick in Wakanda? There's, I mean, no, there's, no, so, there's no reason to think that they don't. I, they have a lot of technology there that you think they'd be able to heal it. Like vibranium injections or something? Mm-hmm. Well, anyway. R.I.P. Chadwick Boseman. It's a big loss. As soon as I can learn how to run a computer, I am starting an online petition to have Alec Hodge taken off the air. So help me God, I'm having him taken off the air. Show. On 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven to join us live. 800-348-1007-35192. Can text me. AlanCoxShow.com or watch the show live there. You can. Uh, the brand new gallery of Instagram hotties are there for you as well. Volume thirty two. It involves a new episode of the Bill Squire Show. Who are you talking to this week? Uh, this week I did an interview with uh, Journey Gunderson, who does not help us out with the live stream. I was going to say, that sounds She's, like somebody we made up. Yeah, she is uh, the executive director of the National Comedy Center and Museum in Jamestown, New York. And we talk about what they're doing to, keep, uh, to reopen the museum and keep it safe for everybody, doing a touchless experience. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Over-related by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. We talk a lot about that, and they have a bunch of online content. We watched the Carlin thing that they did a few weeks ago. Uh, back in June for his birthday. Remember that? Yes, I do. Yeah, so they have all that stuff online. Uh, and so we talk uh, about that. And then I have Poundcake on as well. <laughs> oh, and hey. Then, and then all right. Ray uh, is the Instagram hottie, and she's really into vanning, which is like a whole van nomadic van life. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And she also is afraid of ketchup. So it's it was well, a good, th- good episode. I, I mean, what self respecting vanner isn't also afraid of ketchup? It's messy. Um, I would think, too, that uh, among the other girls in the Instagram hottie gallery, uh, that there is probably um, no shortage of touchless content (laughs) (laughs) there. So anyway, uh, go and check it out for yourself. Volume 32 of the Instagram hotties. Episode 15 of the Bill Squire Show is all there for you. I'm going to head back to the National Comedy Center this Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, there. Sunday. Your ticket gets you the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. Yeah. <laughs> this will be my fourth time in there. Are you all right? <laughs> That's so dumb. I've never heard that, but I, I, Pardon thoroughly, me? I thoroughly really? enjoyed that. Yes. Wow, that is not mine. That's why I figured people would enjoy it. Not that much, but uh, yeah. That's funny. Yeah, right. I don't go to a lot of circuses or wherever they say that. No, like race yeah. tracks and yeah. stuff. Yeah, That's great. Sunday. <laughs> Demo derby or something? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very funny. Yep, I got some cat who uh, hit me up for Alan Cox Show stickers because he's got some duct tape car. Yeah, I saw that. that together was or whatever. Wild looking. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, years ago we did that. Like we we threw a bunch of stickers at a not stickers, but we had like a thing made for a guy whose car was going to be in a demolition derby, like at the that. Lorraine County yeah. Fair or something. Yeah, when there was the Alan Cox show car. He goes, hey, we're going to just destroy this thing. You want to get your logo on it? I'm like, absolutely, absolutely, I want my logo on that. I matched with a guy on a dating app who did demolition derbies. and um, That fact- wasn't his euphemism for sex, was no, it? No, like, oh, that's okay. what he did. Yeah. And he was talking about like traveling to different county fairs and doing demolition derbies. You make a lot of money and- doing that? I don't think so. I don't think so. You my do it dad- for the love of the game. Yeah, it's just a fun thing to do. My dad did a handful of them when I was a little kid, and I remember that, but... Uh, yeah, I remember him being like, "Oh yeah, we're getting into derby season," and like, yeah. I like, traveled around, and that's what he did. My older, uh, my older nephews, my middle brother's sons, both of them work at like the speedway. Yeah, that's near wherever they are. You know, yeah. and they're out there selling working Bulls, late into five. the night. Well, they're like mechanics or something. I don't know what they're doing. Quite frankly, I mean, they're they're more like grease monkey uh, interests. Yeah, but yeah, that'd be they're fun. In the pit. I don't yeah. think they have a pit. They just more or less just... Yeah, they just go around the track. Have a fire extinguisher. <laughs> like, please don't catch on fire. Yeah, they're say, not changing how... your wheels. They're extinguishing the fire yeah. from your car. How, how do you have like a derby and then it not catch fire? If the engine like... Well, they reinforce I feel like stuff. they don't always catch on fire. The point is to just bash it up until it doesn't run anymore. I, I don't know, think but I've like, ever if, seen one catch on if fire. If the engine gets really hot or if it gets like broken and there's gas in there... Have how... you been to a demolition derby? They don't. I think they have things set up in a way in the car, like they put like a cage around the gas tank and stuff like that to keep them from exploding. Yeah, there's not yeah. explosions during a demolition derby, and that has always been my greatest criticism of demolition derbies: <laughs> no explosions. That's the only reason anybody watches NASCAR; they want to see somebody fly into the wall at yeah. 400 miles an hour, right? Also. Don't mix it up with a derby demolition. That's just silly hats getting stepped on. <laughs> That's right. I'll tell you what. I did that one time, and boy, was I... I was initially upset, because I go, what the hell's going on? It's just a big pile of hats. And then I really got into it. If you buy into it, mm-hmm. a derby demolition is a lot of fun. You wear high heels, and any hat that sticks to your heel, you get to keep. That's right. Mm-hmm. They're numbered yep. on the brim, yep. you know? And then the Kentucky Derby demolition was so much fun, because it was horses... With those hats on, yeah. and boy, they exploded. Those oh, yeah. horses, they lit them on fire, and then they put the hats on them. Kentucky Derby Demolition, if you ever get a chance to see that. They don't let you do that anymore. That's something you could do in the 90s. Thanks, PETA. Thanks, PETA. <laughs> After they got their grubby little mitts on it, now we can't have any fun. And the horse meat afterwards. Oh, oh so tender. Delicious. <laughs> something oh. about it being blown to shreds. It's just like melting yeah. your mouth, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because... Smooth. Part it of it, smooth. if you're smooth in the, meat. if you're at the right place in the stands, it will fly into your mouth, ah, and yeah. so it's seared mid trajectory. <laughs> you know, <laughs> as it explodes it's off like, of the animal, it's heated and seared, and it, if you kind of go, ah, I got some, like yeah. hibachi when they chop up yes. the shrimp and flick yeah. it into your mouth. That's exactly right. the same thing. Yeah. If anybody has any horse allergies, do not sit <laughs> in the splash zone. <laughs> Can't be in the front three rows for that one. The splash zone, right? So yeah. Anyway, horse tartar. If you're into that, then they're obviously in Canada. This is nothing new to them, uh, but down here it's a relatively recent development, I think. And frankly, it uh, you know I know Bill's kind of half joking, but it really did shine a light on horse meat allergies, which until then <laughs> nobody had really been talking about. You know, the peanut really gets. The lion's share of all that attention. Yeah, when it comes to food allergies, peanut is number one. 
Uh, peanut is number one. That's right. But horse allergies, they're serious. Yeah. And the thing is, it's because you don't know you have it until the meat is in your mouth. That's when you find out that you're allergic. You have horse allergy. Yeah. Pancake has a horse allergy. Yeah. I say, pound cake has a horse allergy. <laughs> <laughs> Here, I was thinking he's never wanted me to do it live. <laughs> I was like, um, is that no. my cue? Well, you really stuck to the plate. <laughs> I, I didn't know. I thought he was going to play it. No. Demolish that one. No. It's like there's, an, uh, there's like a small Oz figure in the back somewhere, if I was more conspiratorial. Every time I want to play something, this thing freezes at the exact moment I want to play it. <laughs> like there's a little man, like in Men in Black, the guy that was running the guy's body oh, from his yeah. cranium. Derby cars had the gas tank taken off and moved into the cab with the driver. Oh, nice. no, even better. Is even better. That's a lot of fun. Don't you like worried, that at all. You're nice worried about safe. your Mountain Dew spilling. This guy's got <laughs> a gas tank in his front seat. Jesus. That would be a funny way of doing it. You have to drink like you have a passenger and they're trying to drink hot coffee. Well, you're doing the <laughs> whoever, has, whoever has the most coffee at the end wins. Yeah, hot coffee. Why does it have to be hot coffee? <laughs> so they get burned. Well, it's not a nice coffee. I just think of it as uh, uh, something that they would do on Jackass, yeah. and that's yeah. what they would do. Yeah, but iced coffee could be bad too because you go, oh no, I'm cold. Nah, but there's no hot coffee. There's but no, you're in a hot car though, so it might be refreshing. But there's no blanket to wrap around you if you got cold. But it's also <laughs> August. You know how you get cold in very hot rooms? Yeah. So say there were, rooms. somebody uh, riding shotgun in the Derby demolition <laughs> or the demolition derby, whichever one, I guess. <laughs> This is more for the demolition derby. Yeah, but I, I like the idea of yeah, someone having like a cup of tea or coffee mm-hmm. and the, or a mule. But they have to try and drink it too. Yeah. So they have to try and drink it while uh, like a everyone's jockey? crashing into them. Oh, no! Back to the derby demolition. Alan, my six-year-old daughter has a horse allergy. I don't know if it's triggered from the dander, the meat, or the Elmer's glue. My uh, high school sweetheart was allergic I don't to zebras. That out. Huh? My high school sweetheart was allergic to zebras. And how how did you find which, that? Which out? the black or the white? I don't know. Maybe oh. the mix. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. He went to the safari thing in San or in um, Port Clinton or Sandusky, wherever it is, and the thing, the drive-through. Yeah. And he pet a zebra, and he had an allergic reaction. <laughs> That's like, really? Yes. His whole body puffed up, and he had to, he was a little kid. I've only heard the story. It could be a lie. But wait, 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 I was gonna say, but wouldn't wouldn't that also extend? He's allergic to horses. That'd be like I don't a, know. Huh? I don't know if zebras and horses. Have the same allergens, but I mean they're they're the, they're the same animal. They're an equine. Yeah, I don't know. They? Yeah, but he said he was a little kid, and because they, they have a house in Port Clinton, and so he had to like sit and was just all puffed up. The rest <laughs> really, of the day, like, eating popsicles, like, <laughs> eating popsicles, just, just, like taking Benadryl, all tired, and just like spent the day. Oh my god, what happened to you? Man, I pet a zebra. <laughs> right. Turns out I have a. It's a great story though. Right. Yeah. It turns out I have a zebra allergy because right. no one will believe you. Right, everybody will think. That you're making it up. Mm-hmm. I don't want to go to the petting zoo. Why? Because uh, I'm allergic to zebras. They go, oh, shut up, Dan. Come on, let's go pet the zebras. And he goes, fine. Touches one with his index finger. <laughs> EpiPen to the temple. That's how, you, EquiPen. that's how you do EpiPen. What? I said an EquiPen. EquiPen. Yeah, very EpiPen nice. to the temple. <laughs> that is how you... Hey, uh, he stopped coughing. <laughs> and breathing. Didn't you... Uh, isn't that how you administer EpiPens? Right yeah. into the temple? You, it's a very small space that you have to get, which is yeah. why you have to be trained to do it. But yeah. 
we were watching a show where these there's a show on Hulu called Letter Kenny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a Canadian show. I've tried desperately to get into it. At its core, I think it's funny, but it's so unbelievably overwritten that it kind of takes you out of it. Anyway, there's a scene where these kids are these like street urchins or whatever are stabbing each other with epipens, <laughs> and I'm like, do they work that way where you can repeatedly stab someone with an well, epipen? Well, I think as and- long as you don't inject it, it's still a sharp needle. But so yeah. you could use it as a weapon. I see. The needle doesn't. The needle doesn't get lodged, and it's not like a bee where no, no, it loses I'm, its stinger. I'm just saying, I've never used one. I thought if you stabbed someone, that was administering the stuff. It's got a plunger on it. I yeah, guess. I think it's got a plunger. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But the, but the spike is exposed. You're saying yes. So you could conceivably stab someone with an epipen and not give them the. Yeah. Have you seen? Um, is it adrenaline? What's in it? Or, 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 I believe it's adrenaline. Oh, epinephrine. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> I'm, th- I'm sorry. I'm thinking of an adreno pen. Oh, that's um, the one that you put in the chest for the overdoses. Yeah. That's what. Yeah. Adrenaline, yeah, Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have you seen Horrible Bosses? I have. Where Charlie Day is stabbing Kevin Spacey. He's like, oh. little jabs, little jabs. <laughs> He's like trying to get him to come back. Right, little jabs. <laughs> A zebra allergy. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That's yeah. funny. I don't know that I'm allergic to... I, to the best of my knowledge, I'm not allergic to anything. I've never, I've never more. eaten a food or touched an animal that has caused an allergic reaction with me. Cat. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com. Casino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's in hay fever. Hay fever. I had. You're allergic to hay fever? Uh-huh. Well, I have, yeah. Oh. When you mean you get hay fever? I get hay fever. Yeah. So that's... What is hay fever? Is it's related to horses? Maybe you have a zebra May. allergy. That's what he gets when he listens to country music. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Hay fever. <laughs> hay fever. Uh, no, just when I go into... Like I remember when I was a little kid going into the field across the street and it's like like a wheat field and just breaking out and having a total like sneeze attack. And then yeah. another time when we went camping, just if there's like a lot of pollen and stuff like that, it's basically season seasonal allergies. Uh having like the same thing happen where I had to go home because I was so like my, my sinuses were so flooded with pollen and stuff. I see. I got shellfish. Um, lactose intolerance, I don't think counts, but kiwi. That's a milk allergy. Yeah. Kiwi, which I felt bad because we were on vacation and my boyfriend went into the gas station. I was like, hey, will you grab me a Gatorade? And he's like, yeah. I was like, and then he comes back out with a strawberry kiwi flavor and I was just so hot and thirsty and I was like, I can't drink that. But it's artificial. It doesn't matter. No, I'm serious. I ate, um, listen, this is the story. The last time, hold on. The last time that I broke out in total body hives, I mean, head to toe, fully swollen body I ate fruit and walnut Eggo waffles in like 2014 or 15, maybe. And the third to last ingredient on the box was kiwi juice concentrate. And I broke really? out head to toe. So even yes. trace amounts. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Wow. Even some of the drinks that we have here, mm-hmm. like that we get these free monster drinks, you have to go through the ingredients yes. to make sure. The tropical flavored yeah. ones, I'm like, I don't even mess with it. Like, I'm, oh, sure this got, I'm allergic to creatine and rocket fuel. I can't drink this. <laughs> what will happen? <laughs> But then I think I'm becoming more allergic to bees. My mom's super, super more allergic, allergic to, to bees. Well, because everyone's allergic to bees. That's why you get the why it swells up and itches. But the last time I got stung was a few years ago, and my hand like was the size of a softball when I got stung, and it didn't go down for like probably four or five days huh. after putting like the hydrocortisone cream and icing it and all that kind of stuff. So I'm kind of 
weird about bees. Understandable. Right? Because my mom's like, she'll die. Like, she needs to get to a hospital within minutes or it's not a good thing. So I'm like, does it get worse? I just got a shellfish allergy five years ago, so. God, just bless America. In case anyone's wondering, bees have feet. I uh, had to look Who that up for my girlfriend yeah, on well, Saturday. How did you think they st- stood on things? Well, I, I was like, yeah, of course they have feet. But she had to be sure because Should she be just thought, sure. she, all you see is the legs. You don't really see the feet because they're so small. She thought so, they had little nubs? I didn't. I don't know what she thought. Like if you cut it off with the ankles? <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> and, and, and why is this something that she didn't Google? Because uh, I had the phone out. so I think she actually did Google it. She found out. Do they, they have feet? Do they have toes? Yeah, they have like little claws. Do bees have feet? Yeah. And it'll say yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, I covered a demolition derby a few years ago. One of the driver's door got hit, which is against the rules. You can't hit him in the door. That the makes devil. sense. She got out of her car, got out of her car, threw her helmet, and tried to fight the other driver. <laughs> now, yeah. that's what I like. That's, you should have mm-hmm. a door-only demolition derby. So they jump out, because you got a bow and Luke Duke it in there, because everything's welded shut, I imagine, and uh, try to fight the other person. Snake anti-venom is made out of horse blood, so you have a 50-50 chance of compounding your situation, someone says, if that's true. That's right up there with, do bees have feet? So if you get yeah, snake by, anti-venom made of horse blood. So if you get bit by a snake and you use the anti-venom, but that's how you find out you're allergic to horses. <laughs> <laughs> Again, yeah. You just, to cure your snake I got good bite. news, I got bad news. <laughs> bad news is you're not going to die from that snake bite. Good news. Well, that would be the good news. You can news. never do horse racing. My son is violently allergic to horses, someone says, and I'm an equestrian, so that kind of sucks. But he's... But he's also allergic to zebras because they're in the same family. Well, That's what I'm go. saying. There you go. Are you you probably allergic to any equine? I would assume right? a pony, a mini horse, donkey, a, a donkey. It's still an equine, right? Sure. A mule. Uh, maybe. Are donkey and mule the same thing? Have we done nope. this before? I feel like we've done this before. <laughs> I, I believe they is... are not the same thing, but uh, I don't remember. A mule is the offspring of a male donkey and a female horse. Ooh. Ooh, look at that. So maybe you wouldn't, if you were allergic to horses, maybe it would be diluted to the point where you could hang out with a mule. Like if you're out there, pl- it's a beast of burden, right? You're mm-hmm. out there plowing your field, and you're like, man, this is great. I used, to, I got a horse allergy, but now that I got this mule. Maybe it's a recessive gene. I don't know. Yeah. What about a hinny? You think you're also allergic to a hinny? I don't know what a hinny is. That's a male horse and a female donkey. Okay. So it's kind of like the converse of a mule is called a hinny. Are there male hinnies? That's just the baby. It's a, The sex of the hinny it doesn't a, matter. No, it's, it's a, a hybrid a animal. Okay. So there's male and female hinnies. Yes. Yeah. Never heard of a hinny before. Not like a hinny is a well, female I, mule. I, I assume that they're combining horse and donkey, but why wouldn't you call it a honky? If you're if taken you, now, if, we, come on, man. that's for us. That's our word. A, that's our word, and they can't be using it. Uh, I guess so. The H word is almost as bad as the N word. No, probably not. No, it's probably not. I got a hinny back there in the yard. A donkey horse. Okay. Hmm. Just keep imagining the song Pony, but with different horse names. My hinny. My donkey. My hinny. My mule. <laughs> Ride it, my mule. My mule. <laughs> you have to say it like you are. My, my mule. mule. 
Hey, uh, Eric. Yes. What's going on? Uh, yeah, I just, um, I heard that girl talking about being allergic girl. to kiwis, and I've never heard of anybody else besides myself being allergic to kiwis either. I used to eat them when I was a kid, and when I was about 18, I ate one, and boy, I, I puffed all up, uh, my throat swelled, so yeah. I had to go to the hospital and everything. Um, now it's funny, you know, I'm diabetic, so every once in a while... <laughs> that is funny. Every once in a while, I have to go into the hospital, and they ask me what I'm allergic to, and the only thing I'm allergic to is kiwi. But do you know that that can also mess with, oh, never mind, that's shellfish. But sometimes the um, you people who have kiwi allergies also have latex allergies. What? Because Did you ever try of, to have sex with a kiwi, Eric? Some of the proteins in the skin of the kiwi are the same that are in latex, I guess. Did you know that? Um, I mean, I've never had a problem with any of that. Um, so, uh, but, but it was weird. Like, like I said, I used to eat kiwis when I was a kid. So did I. It, was, it wasn't until I was eighteen that I had a problem. What is the difference between um, do you think kiwi and being allergic to the bromelain in pineapple? You know, some people eat pineapple and makes their mouth all. It's that well, there's stuff I in there called this. bromelain. We talked about this before because I'm allergic to kiwi, and every time lately, when I've been eating pineapple, even if I just eat a piece or two, the entire inside of my mouth feels like it has blisters all over. Yeah, it. Like, ribbed for his pleasure. I'm done. I'm done messing with tropical fruits. I'm not trying them. I don't like mango. I'm okay without that stuff. In no, my are you pineapple? Al- are you allergic to people from New Zealand? Yes. You may not like what he has to say. Let's hear what the idiot has to say. But you're going to love what he doesn't have to say. Love. Alan Cox on 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven. You want to get to us live? 800-348-1007. 35192. Send me a text. Watch the show at iHeartRadio from outside of Ohio. Tell me where. Lexi is at Fort Bragg in North Carolina. Uh, Tim listens in Omaha. Kim is in Sacramento. Andrew is in Chicago, Illinois. Uh, Scott is in Ocean Springs, Mississippi. And uh, Jimbo is out in Alamogordo, New Mexico. Uh, your Indians tonight in Kansas City to play Johnny Damon and the Royals. That is an 8.05 first pitch here on WMMS. Your FM home for Cleveland Indians baseball. And you can also listen this season on the iHeartRadio app, so you don't have to switch around uh, from us to something else. If you listen on the app, you can keep listening and you'll hear the game. So that's 8.05, uh, Alan Cox Show Fantasy Baseball coming to an end. Sox v. Twins tonight. That is uh, me versus Mary. Five bucks a game. Man, My A team against her B team. C team. That's okay. What's a B team? Seattle. I thought that was Poundcake's B team. Poundcake's not playing. I know, but when we, he had given us his teams... It was his C team. He his had C Indians team. and then Miami. You, Miami. Mm-hmm. And then Seattle. You have I love Cleveland, Seattle, Seattle, Minnesota. Minnesota. She doesn't drink anymore. She can remember everything. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, great. Know, right? She's allergic to everything, but she remembers everything. <laughs> right. Good for you. Thanks. Mind like a steel trap. Mm-hmm. What were you asking her as we went to break? It really wasn't important, but I was just saying, <laughs> if a guy has kiwi or something in his diet and you service, will you still have a reaction if you... I have yeah. no idea. I bet you would. Trace amounts. Probably. Cause, cause they always Trace say, amounts. Like, pineapple, you could taste the difference or whatever. Like that, that rumor, I've never tried it. But 
I, I didn't know if that was a factor. Which well, used to have I tell an allergic guys, reaction. like, when we hang out, like, please don't eat shellfish before we hang out because I'm not going to kiss you. That kind of a thing. Like, could but... you imagine going into the ER for that? Like, what, what happened? <laughs> what did you eat? Well, my boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> what did you eat? My boyfriend. What, what did your boyfriend eat? A friend of ours, a comedian, Kelsey Cook, she was on the show before. She yeah. has a story about using a vibrator for the first time and finding out that she has a silicon allergy. There you go. And it seal it up and she, her having to go to the, like, go to her mom and be like, hey, because she was probably like 17, I think, at the time. Sealed it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Up. Like, well, you... Ex- yeah. Like, uh... What's, uh you swell. You swell. swell. Yes. Why don't you... would swell. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Inflamed, yeah. Right. But it was, yeah, it was very potato, alarming potato. to her. And she had to go to her mom and be like... Because what she had used was not actually a toy. I think it was the handle of a brush. Okay. <laughs> and uh, that caused the She was a experimenting. Problem. Yeah. And so then she had to go to her mom and be like, hey, can you take me to the hospital? I had a... You got to... Yeah, was, you have to come up with a good lie. No, nah, she just told her the truth. I was going to say, otherwise, you, you know, depending on how religious your parents are, you really got to come up... <laughs> I tripped and fell in some silicone, Mom. <laughs> mom, there must be some silicone threads in these new skivs you bought me. I think it's poison ivy or something. I don't know. <laughs> Hairbrush, hairbrush handle of three. I was taking a nap and I rolled over on it, and then next thing I know, I was allergic. <laughs> I was taking it was in a, my bed. I was and... taking a pantsless nap and I rolled over on it. Okay. Into don't my hairbrush or something. Yeah, I understand. Do girls sleep in their bras? I don't know. No. I sleep in like a. I call it my at-home dress. It's just this. It's a muumu. No, it's, it's a, a house little. Coat. It's yeah, a house coat. No, on. it's a little green cotton dress, but it's like it's supportive at the boobs, so it's very comfortable. <laughs> Erica used to talk about sleeping in her bra because she didn't want to get saggy. I'm like, that's not a thing. It is. Kim Kardashian said it. She said, "Oh, then oh, it must be true. true. That's not true. Yes, right. She's uh, definitely who you want to go to for reality when it comes right. to your uh, beauty tips. I don't know if it's true or not. Beauty tips. But my mom said that if you slept with the bra and you could get cancer. You could get breast cancer. I don't cancer. think that's true either. <laughs> well, I never that's slept with the bra because of that. I'm like, cancer. I don't want to get breast cancer from the underwire. Plus, it's just not comfortable. Bras suck. That's where I'm going with it. Well, who would do that? No. Who would sleep? From- I've passed out with my clothes on before. Well, sure. <laughs> All bets are off there. Right. If not bras. But, you know, it's a matter of... Uh, from what I've been able to ascertain over my life, you gals can't wait to get that yeah. thing off when you get home. <laughs> mm-hmm. So putting it back on to go to bed, no. I can't even fathom that. I do know girls that is the moment they go over my, they come over my house. They're like, all right, they start yes. pulling it through like they're sleeved. or like, let me get this thing off real quick. All right, I yeah. hate now it. we can talk. Yeah, my girlfriend's part of the itty bitty committee, and she rarely wears a bra. Every once in a while, she'll be wearing a bra. And be like, what's what's going on? Why are you? <laughs> what are you doing? You have court today. Why yeah, are you have a bra yeah. on? Of <laughs> <laughs> court, you died. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, I'm not a fan. So I will sleep either in my my green ho- at home dress, or I'll sleep in a, like an oversized T shirt, like a free extra large T shirt or something like that. Boobs okay. akimbo. Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> boobs akimbo. <laughs> one to the left, one to the right. <laughs> one goes up over my shoulder. Uh huh. That was when they were sloppers. Yeah, so sure. <laughs> You've reeled them back in since they then. They have been oh, plus boy. three cup sizes. Used to be like a postman's satchel. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> hey, another um, casualty of the coronavirus. Ozzy Osbourne. Well, his hair. Mm. Uh, no, nothing's going to kill him. Never. But he has um, famously and hilariously uh, continued to dye his hair dark brown. He's It's kind of his signature. He's had long hair for a long time, and he's dyed it uh, dark brown, even though he's in his 70s. And apparently he's letting it go gray. And invariably what happens is people go, wow, that looks a lot better. But I understand, you know, the notion of not wanting to do that. I started going gray in college. So I colored my hair for a long time because it's no fun. I had long hair. I don't want long gray hair. I don't want to look like uh, Back to the Future. I don't want like Doc Brown running around mm-hmm. trying to warn people about what was coming. Yeah, I don't want to look crazy. But Ozzy Osbourne has been, um, you know, either by design or just out of uh, uh, coronavirus boredom or whatever. He's uh, letting his hair go gray. Some paparazzi caught him in the car or something, and he had a ponytail pulled back, and his hair was all gray. I mean, he's what, 80? He's 71 years old. It's time. That's living, man. It's probably time. That's some hard living. Yeah. Well, he's got Parkinson's. I mean, that was the most recent. Uh, a health thing he divulged, I think, last year. He was here in 2018, of course, for the big WMMS 50th birthday concert. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Ozzy Osbourne out at Blossom. Finding a drunk Mary destroying a hamburger on a as we table. left, yes. Yeah. I got separated from the group. I found a safe haven in yep. a cheeseburger. Hey, I remember that. <laughs> I was drunk, too. I was done. Think I was on an edible, too? I, yep. I, don't I gave edibles to more people than I should have because <laughs> I was still very, very new to the station. <laughs> But I had a uh, day drink, um, what time of the year is it? It was around this time of year, wasn't around it? September, yeah. Because yes. I think I had just gotten into some Oktoberfests, mm-hmm. which when you go from light beer, they're a little higher, 6 7%, so you're not, it's not 4%. I had day drinks from Oktoberfests, and I think you picked me up, Bill. Yeah. Did you, I you picked up, me up I wasn't from drinking. the bar. Probably. Yeah. And I had, a, right. I had a hefty buzz going in. Wow. I don't ever drink if I have to drive to Blossom. It's just too far it's, no, to get it's drunk. It's way too and much. I'm like, it's no fun if mm-hmm. I know I got to, you know, that, I got to time it out. And there's no drivers out there, like, and if they do, you're, you're gonna not be coming w- to Cleveland in mm-hmm. one. But I'm just saying, even if you do get an Uber and you can schedule it, you're waiting in a long yeah. line. Like yeah. they they wrap around. I'm like, forget that, man. The song that I get remember specifically, the only song I really wanted to hear, and I can, I have like a brownout of it, is Mr. Crowley, because it was a Guitar Hero song that I loved playing so much yeah. that I pulled my drunk ass to that stage. I'm like, I gotta see Mr. Crowley. I gotta see Mr. Crowley. And I remember the dum, dum, dum. And I was like, this is it. It was <laughs> like, a great show. I mean, yeah. I'm always, I've been going to see Ozzy for 30 years, and every time I, I, I wait to be skeptical, and I'm never disappointed. I don't know how he does it. Yeah. I know they have, he's got a teleprompter and he's kind of hobbling around and they... He sounds good. He yeah. sounds great. Zach Wilde's up there. Mm-hmm. It's everything you could want. And I've never show. seen Blossom that packed. It was... When we were being walked down to like the back area, they opened the gates and I remember people sprinting. Like yeah. I had never seen people sprint to the front of the Oh yeah, because we were before. inside for a while. Yeah, yeah, so we watched them and it was just like a, like a wave of ants like coming yeah. out of it. It was wild to see. Because, I mean, everybody got there so early because they, if they only had general admission tickets, yeah. they want to be as close as they could. I it's get like it. It's like World War Z when they open them things up. Yeah. So Ozzy's letting himself go gray and uh, says he has no intention. He's He said that he was going to stop touring globally, 
but when uh, and who knows? You know, you know, you want to you want to stay positive. If you're Ozzy, you're like, I'm never gonna stop until I die. But you know, life might have other plans for you. Didn't didn't him and Sharon get divorced? No, she found out that he had been porking his hairdresser or something. That happens yeah. every like two or three years. Maybe that's yeah. why he's gray now, because he doesn't go see his hairstylist anymore. <laughs> that's part of the rules. Yeah, Sharon's like, no more hairstylist. He stopped seeing her a while ago. That was a couple of years ago, but that's why. Uh, still. You had to pick, you can't see your side piece during like quarantine, so mm. <laughs> no more house calls. Yeah, people still manage to do it. There, I was just reading a thing the other day about how people are going to great lengths. Uh, to make sure that they that their side piece doesn't go um, untended during the quarantine. That's nice. My lady in her stabbing cabin, who used to be above me, who is now underneath me in the apartment. Yeah, she still had him coming over once a week. So she's still in that spot. So I, she was. You've leapfrogged her mm-hmm. because you were in the basement. Now you're on the third floor. She yes. still has her place. She hasn't yes. moved out. No, and they were still getting it on during quarantine. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Well, I was wondering what excuse she used to leave, unless she was still going into work every day. But to be like, all right, got to go. It's like, hey, yo, everything's shut down. Where are you going? Oh, I got my uh, apartment I don't have. I've got to feed the the trash out. I'm house-sitting for for a friend (laughs) who booked it to the Hamptons. Mm -hmm. Um, Are you able to, when there's shenanigans going on there, was it noisier when she when it was coming through your ceiling yes. or now through your floor? Now I don't hear the actual bed because that's what I heard. I heard the bed moving and that now I hear like them talking. Now I hear their voice. Okay. I don't hear the actual sex. I hear like the post right, and pre conversation. Because if the bed was on the floor, it would be noisier with you below them. Right. Whereas now you're getting their they're talking air yes, into like your coming through the vents. Which you can't really understand it. Not really. Uh, see, that would be nice to really get a picture of what's going on. Well, when I first heard them during quarantine, I was like putting my ear like up to the vent to like try because it's so bored. I'm so desperate for any type of entertainment, but I couldn't make out what they were saying. But I didn't hear the actual sex. Did you guys speak up? <laughs> can't even hear what you're saying. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what? Bozo called me and said he's going to refund my $4 from last week when I couldn't figure out how to work the washer. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. He called me. He's like, did you use it? And I was like, no. He's like, I'll give you your money back. And I was like, whoa. Did he, right. Does he listen to the show? I thought so. I was like, maybe mm. he was listening. Or maybe other people had problems with it. Also that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have, that's probably I have a likely. feeling <laughs> that if he had actually heard you, he wouldn't have been so magnanimous. He would yeah. have been like, not only am I keeping your quarters, I t- I'm charging you $80 a load. <laughs> right. I'm checking the price up. <laughs> so says Bozo. <laughs> I don't know if he refers to. I don't know if he refers to himself in the third person. Probably. He seems like a guy who should. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. So anyway, so Ozzy's going gray. Brad Pitt is dating somebody's wife, which is a cool (laughs) story too. I worked for Jerry Seinfeld. Why not Brad Pitt? That's where you know you are breathing rarefied air. Where married women go, wow! I already have a rich guy. But this is a rich and famous guy. Yeah, it's like, Brad Pitt. Like, it's not right. just a rich and famous guy. He's iconically known for being a womanizer, the, the, a sex symbol. Like, you don't get any hotter than Brad Pitt. Even when he's Since ugly. when? Even when he's ugly at his worst day, like, he's still Brad Pitt. Women just drop 20, to their knees. 27-year-old German model. Yeah, he's 56. She's 27. And it sounds like she's a climber. I mean, her... Husband is 68. He's some famous restaurateur or something. And the guy 
Who's Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Been, her husband has been married a bunch of times. Obviously, if you're that old and you marry a 27-year-old, everybody knows what the score is. And he's like, I'm staying philosophical about it. We kind of have an open deal. But it's like, when you're that old and she's that young, you know something's going to happen. You probably don't think it's Brad Pitt. You think it's going to be like a Jerry Falwell <laughs> Jr. situation where oh. Brad Pitt's the pool boy? Yeah, I like it to watch. <laughs> but Jerry Seinfeld famously uh, started dating a guy's wife, who is now his wife, and they've been married a long time, but she had just gotten back from her honeymoon. That's yeah, that's crazy. such that a wild I story. I forgive. Jessica Sklar uh, married this rich, he was like the scion of a New York hotel family or something. So it wasn't like the guy was poor. She comes back from the honeymoon, meets Jerry Seinfeld at the gym, and like two weeks later, files for divorce from her husband. That's so, so messed crazy. up. And goes, uh, it's Jerry Seinfeld. What's that Like movie? every, when, when Seinfeld was single... You know, he got a lot of attention for, like, dating young girls. Like, Shoshana Lonstein was 17 and 18, whatever, and they made fun of him for that. But every woman in New York wanted to be the one who roped Jerry Seinfeld because mm-hmm. he was f- rich and famous, famously single, funny, good-looking, you know, to a certain portion of the... the uh, of the uh, Good dating, enough looking. D- yeah. Good enough looking. You're so good looking. That's right. And so this 27-year-old model that Brad Pitt's dating... She's like, ah, he, he met her at her husband's restaurant last fall. <laughs> God. I so she's got to be like, look, this is kind of, yeah, we're, it's we are course. technically married, we're, but, but we're not exclusive. He knows what's up. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're not married, married. Married, but not exclusive. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're not married, married, but that's why I say all the time. That's why I would rather date a couple. Would you imagine, like, you think guy would be upset if he's like, listen, I don't want to take your wife, bro. Let's share her. Let, let's go to this vacation together. You know, all I could think of, though, all I could think of in a situation like that, though, is the other side of it. I could never have a ton of fun because I'd always be trying to figure out how how am I going to get out of this? Because I eventually will want to get out of this because, I mean, nobody wants to hang out. No single person wants to hang out with a married couple. And that's essentially what you're doing. If you're Brad Pitt, you can go do something else. And he had been going to this restaurant for a long time. So he knows the guy and the wife. Maybe the dude's cool with it. Well, the he's husband's sa- like eh, eh. he said that he's staying philosophical about his wife's close friendship with Brad Pitt. <laughs> but they're like the guy's been married a bunch of times, got a bunch of kids, and he's not he's trying to just stay cool, man. Mm-hmm. But if you're 68 and your wife's 27, you're kind of like, ah, man, I knew this was coming. She I was going to do it either way. I didn't think it was going to be Brad Pitt. Wouldn't you feel better about that, though? No. You landed the same chick that Brad Pitt did. Yeah, you're no. Eskimo Brothers now with Brad Pitt. That wouldn't make me feel better. I would feel better, feel better unless about it was Brad some Pitt than no. some rando. Yeah, if it was Steve Buscemi. Yeah. Then you'd know it was love. But And I don't want anybody with me who doesn't love me. So if she dumped me for Steve Buscemi, i go, wow, she is besotted with him. She is in full smit. 
And so, you know, she leaves you for Brad Pitt. You go, well, yeah, I'm 68. She's 27. I knew what she was here for anyway. Yeah. We're both rich, but he's Brad Pitt. It would suck. You'd be like, oh, God, that sucks. Because he's kind of, I feel like these are the women who just kind of bounce around. Like if, if my dude left me for Ariana Grande, I wouldn't be pissed. I'd be like, hell yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Why wouldn't you do that? Then I'm like, yep, I landed the same guy. You know what yeah, I mean? And that's why I'm saying, if you if you landed him after her, so not I before. Pete Davidson. That's a bad that's a example. That's yeah, a I mean, he, and it's different. He, he fell back ass backwards into Ariana Grande. Right. Are you? you know? No, if you dated if you dated somebody after her, not that's, before yeah, her. So that's how the 68 year old feels. Yeah, but you're just a placeholder. You're like, well, of course she's going to leave me for that guy. Yeah, but he knows that already. <clears throat> well, probably just doesn't want to ruffle any feathers because she's like, okay, well, I don't have to pay him out, pay her alimony now. Like she's going to Brad Pitt. He's richer than I am. He's more popular well, uh, than I am. She's not going to make a fuss. That's a, that's assuming a whole lot about what the legalities of their marriage are. I'm just saying that like you're going to leave your wife alone with Brad Pitt. That's not smart. Don't, leave, was, a, don't leave your husband alone with that. I mean, he's all, <laughs> I mean, don't. He was he he famously met Angelina Jolie when he was married to Jennifer Aniston. Yep. But they were working together. That's different. That's mm. even worse. Well, no, no, no. That's yeah. You're that's not very to, professional. But you're forced to be together for long hours a day for over the course of months. This right. chick, he just runs into at a restaurant. But if you're an actor, you know that's gonna be the case. Plenty of actors don't fool around their co-star. He did whatever, depending on who you want to believe. Um, you don't leave your woman around Brad Pitt. That, to me, is the headline. I mean, God bless him, because the guy's 56, but you're right, he's still Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You look at him and you're like, all right, he's he's still in good shape. He still got it. He ain't Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt, he's but still, beautiful. still looks great. Like Alexander the Great, or, or Troy. He's kind of aged into his face. He kind of he yeah know. he's he's got that rugged thing. That yeah, because he was a ba- yeah, it was like a baby that. face for a long time, and he had the weird ear for a while. The weird ear? No, yeah, go back to like cool world. Ear? No, it was a, he just had big pointy out ears. Oh, yeah. are you a bad spouse if you don't give your like significant other a hall pass for something like that? Like, listen, I would if if you know Cameron Diaz or or Jennifer Lawrence walked in here, I would want to slay her. So I can't hold you back if you want to bang Brad Pitt or Orlando person? Bloom. I mean, I guess yeah. that's up to each couple. But I, I mean, you do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. I think the blank- but is that cheating. Yes, it's it's a tacit agreement that you will be able to do that. I think a lot of people joke about that. Like when Gwen was sitting in for you, she's like, Eddie Vedder. I go, yeah, that's why I did never take you backstage at Pearl Jam. Because <laughs> right. I know what's up. Right. Right? I know she's, I assume, half joking. <laughs> but I'm not looking to test that out. You know, Brad Pitt, Legends of the Fall, Brad Pitt. Yeah. She loves Brad Pitt. When I got my Invisalign on, I told my boyfriend, I was like, just so you know, my teeth are straight. If I land Frankie Lindor, that's happening. Just just throwing that out there. He's like, I understand. He's like, if that comes up, you can go with Francisco Lindor. Right, but that, but again, that's a way to make him feel like crap, too. Why? Because he gets Snaggletooth Mary and Francisco I Lindor. Get, that's what <laughs> you're telling him. Snaggletooth Mary can't land Francisco Lindor. And this, you point. just told the guy that. But you can land me. He can't. She's yes. okay with him. What a, great, what a great way to start a relationship. Hey, you just have so to... You no. You have to handle this face. <laughs> right. Frankie Lindor doesn't. Right. Man. I'm fine with that. She's Awful. okay with him banging Ariana Grande, yeah. so we're even. Yeah, well. <clears throat> Hope everybody's happy, right? Whatever. <laughs> she, he's 56. Girlfriend's 27. He's Brad Pitt. Yeah. He's carving swastikas in dudes' heads. And, you know. <laughs> shredded fight floor. <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> <that's right. laughs> 
It's, it's just too bad. The Alan Cox Show. Something like this comes along. And it's never too late to ruin your day. Totally ruins it all. 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double oh seven. Join us live, eight hundred three four eight one double oh seven. Three five one nine two. Wanna text me? AlanCoxshow.com for everything else. This week's Instagram hotties are there for you, volume thirty two. And a new episode of the Bill Squire show featuring our own young Cody Brown. We had a good conversation. We did. Yeah. And it's very uncensored. That's the <laughs> beauty of the podcast world. Say what you want. Can speak like an adult. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Uh, Indians tonight are in Kansas City. Play the Royals. That is the first of three, I think. 8.05 is the first pitch tonight on WMMS, which means your pregame, if you want to catch all of it, will uh, start shortly after 7.30. It's also the last day of the month you can use the code word SMILE for 20% off at CLE Clothing Company. We'll have a different one for you come September. Uh, but today, uh, you can do it online, you can do it in store. If you're looking for some gear, uh, use the promo code SMILE, and you'll take 20% off the top of uh, whatever you get. Do you know the code for September already? I don't. Leaf. No, I forgot that today was the last day of the month, and so I uh, neglected to find out what the September word will be. Labor. Labor, so only, only labor, labor. Football. Kickoff. Again, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not withholding anything from you. We should all take a guess, and then when you find out tomorrow, reveal who got it. School. Oh, no, that's August. Yeah, I don't know that I'll find out tonight. Uh, Hold on. Let me just very quickly, let me text the appropriate person Person, here. I'm going to go kickoff. Kickoff? I'm going to go kickoff. Football. Football in September? That's when football starts. By the way, speaking of which, I have been in contact uh, with Al, who is our bureau chief out in Pennsylvania. And we're going to have Terry the Goat back on uh, every Thursday giving her NFL picks. We're zooming her in. If you were were with us uh, last season. It was a real hit with everybody. Everybody loved it. She's great. Yeah. It's fantastic. And Pancake, you got your Make America Goat again. Hat, yeah. yeah there you go. Is. What? His MAGA hat that's a Make America, Make America Go, go again. again. What is that from? From Terry. From yeah, from from that. Oh, okay. a long time ago. Milk. Oh, yeah. I don't remember that. Oh, with the milk, yeah, yeah. yeah. And the soaps and stuff. Yeah. yeah, thanks. So anyway, so yeah, Al is Bird. our uh, bureau chief uh, out there. In, um, uh, he's out at Marsinek Farms in Pennsylvania, and he said, hey, let me know if you want Terry again. I said, if she's up to the task... Of course, I'd love to avail myself of her expertise, <laughs> of her uh, coincidental choosing of these. Uh... But again, I haven't even. I haven't even. Um... This is fate, Alan. This is fate. Fate. Yes, yes I'm sorry. Fate. Goat picks. Come yeah. on. Mm-hmm. The zodiac symbol. Um... So, but I haven't really thought about football too much because I'm curious how that will be. You think that those games will be played as? But the basketball and football, uh, baseball games are being played? I mean, there's some places Empty that want to and... let people in. I, I don't know what's happening with the NFL, but I know Notre Dame is going to have their stadium full at 20% capacity. Hmm. So everyone's just going to be all distanced out, but there's going to be some fans there. So they got to figure that out. We're like, we'll sell every 
third seat or yeah, something. I don't know or, exactly yeah. what they're going to do. This feels like if you stayed to the end of a Browns game. Same amount of people. Social distancing in, in effect for several years. I'm just sitting around. Yeah. I only go to one a year. My birthday is November 25th, so I usually go to one at the end of the year. And, uh, yeah, it's cold. The <laughs> one year, it was below zero inside the stadium, and my Bud Light was ice. Like, it would not melt or do anything. Mm-hmm. I was drinking a Bud Light slushy. Yeah, I haven't been to, been to a Browns game in a long time. Usually one a year for my birthday. I don't go to more than that. Uh, George Hill plays for the Milwaukee Bucks, and he was taking some heat because he missed the national anthem. Used to play for the Cavs. Yes, he did. And uh, quite frankly, he said, well, I, I was in the middle of my pregame ritual of taking a dump. Good for him. No. I can identify. Listen, this is I, not I, the I, biggest miss he's ever had. If you recall the 2018 NBA Finals, I don't. Game one against the Warriors. I don't. He missed the free throw that Jr. rebounded and then called timeout instead of putting it back into the hoop. Maybe if he had been sitting on top of the hoop, he could have uh, plopped it through. Plopped it through. Yeah, King of Plop will give you tips on plopping. But uh, I can. I take a pre-show dump every day. I can identify. With what he's doing. He's like, honestly, that's what I do. Some guys, you'll see them with their headphones on in the hallway, or they'll have their eyes closed, or kind of zoning out. He goes, I take a dump. I mean, I'm editing what he said, of yeah. course, but, yeah. you know, <laughs> that's pretty cool. And I, I like so, that he's that, that candid about the whole thing. Well, like, why yeah, not? When people are screaming at you, because A, you're on the Milwaukee Bucks, which were like the team that were like, we're not going to play in, right. in the wake of the Jacob Blake thing. And so everyone assumes is he's making a statement, and he's like, Bro, I take a pre-show, pre-game dump. I don't know what to tell you. By the way, your calls, man. Ron Jeremy has been charged with twenty more counts of sexual assault. Jeez, that guy's going away. He is going away, isn't he? Uh, he's going to be the next guy that we'll see with his hair go gray, since he can't dye it anymore. Boy, could you find, especially just compounded by the fact of the photos that they showed of inside his apartment, which were disgusting. It's like a hoarder house, but it's on the 34th floor or whatever. Um, you couldn't find, like, a grosser snapshot. Mm-mm. Harvey Weinstein was pretty bad, too. These just fat, uh, pestilent-looking guys. Yeah, but at least... Yeah. At least uh, damp. Uh, he doesn't have the weird wiener like Harvey Weinstein I don't know does. what kind of wiener he's got. Who? Ron Jeremy? Yeah, you've seen it. In the 80s, I saw it. I haven't seen it now. Yeah, it's but I, it's not going to... discoloration now, probably. Yeah, it's probably... But it, it's not Couple like Harvey Weinstein's, where you could mistake it for a woman's. Yeah, but also, that might work in your favor, where Ron Jeremy goes, Look, everybody can identify my penis. This isn't... We have 30 women who say, that, Yeah, I'm not Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Everyone has seen my wang. Uh, amended complaint against him because he's already he can't pay the bail, so he's been remanded and he's been going back and forth to jail in the orange jumpsuit. And uh, the amended complaint includes accusations spanning 14 years from victims aged 15 to 54. This is a guy who just could not turn it off when he wasn't when porn was all over for him. He couldn't. What a life! You like have, probably have a great, great time. You're living the dream doing porn. And then it's all over for you. Being like hideous. what? Like 80s and 90s probably? Was that 70s. when he was 70s and 80s? 70s and 80s. 70s when and he 80s. was at his peak. Yeah. They would still like rope him into, not rope him in, he'd do whatever you wanted. In the but, 90s, he was kind of used, he was a name. He was a novelty. But he was definitely a novelty. He's like then. young girl bangs old guy, right? Okay. Like he'd break in the up and comers or whatever, oh. if you will. And so, yeah, they'd trot Ron Jeremy out. But mostly. He'd make appearances at 
whatever nonsense he was pushing, you know, yeah. Ron Jeremy vape juice or whatever, uh, he would keep his name out there, and he's. But now, clearly, none of it was doing well for him. If if the place he lived is any indication, because it looked terrible. Does do you think that he just thought that he was still at the top the whole time? That he had this delusional view of himself, where he thinks. I'm still 1978 Ron Jeremy, and I can no. do whatever I want. Well, half of that is correct. Anybody they talked to, they were like, people would just go, that's just Ron. You'd be at uh, an event, and he'd grab your ass. Or he'd put his hand up your skirt. Or, and some women he did it to were porn actresses. And so I guess he figured, wait, we're on the same bit, whatever, you know. But you still don't want some old, gross, creepy guy. And you're not working. Doing, you're not working, that's yeah, You right. don't get to just do that. Right. And so those were the complaints was that, yeah, I had, uh, you know, like Taylor Swift got that DJ fired in Denver because she said I was up there for a photo op, and this guy, you know, put his finger under my skirt or said, ruined this guy's career. Yeah, grabbed he grabbed ass. Grabbed ass. Yeah. I'd like to think I'd knock somebody out, or at least try. I don't know if I could knock somebody out, but if they did that to me, I'd want to punch him. I, is that yeah. warranted? Can I get in trouble for that? Yeah, if you're like, this guy just grabbed my ass. Yeah, I'm but saying I like, women... hit him in the face. Yes, and yes. I'd be like, yeah, he, his hand was up my skirt. You of course, know? yes. But I think it, clearly a lot of women feel terrified to do that in whatever situation they're in. Well, that's why I say I'd like to think I would do that. And you might. Some Once women you're would. actually in it. Yeah, you don't know. You don't know how, how you'll react. react. I've had I've had people after shows like go to take pictures and put their hand a little too low, and I'll take it and move it up. Like I mean, you can have your arm around me, just not on my ass. That's not where that goes. You I, know, I, I never wanted to have my arm around people taking photos yeah. because <laughs> I'm I'm Keanu. I'm you're like floating. I am <laughs> because what are you going to do? Even if your arm is. You're going to get their midsection, or it's yeah. going to be around the or side. Or the guys I, will do that one where they won't just like put their hand around you; they'll wrap it all the way around the front of your waist. Lo- nope. And I'm like, mm. you're not my prom date. You cannot. Not only that, ahead. I just never wanted to make anybody feel self conscious because a lot of girls aren't happy with their body, mm-hmm. and I didn't want them hyper focused on like where my hand was. Right. Like, you're on I'm a like, roll. Why am I eating? <laughs> right. Or whatever. I, it's not me, and I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Like if they're wearing Spanx or something, and you're like, oh, this is all just make-believe. It's hard. <laughs> it's all like <laughs> sixed up here. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, can I you take a picture? Yeah. You do the lean-in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Click. Hey. Hey. Click. <laughs> yeah. Right. What if I can sue for those people that like expose my, my camel toe, apparently, at, at the... Um, what did we do, though? The dudes that lifted you I don't know if you got a case if this is your story. That time, the one guy, you know, the male camel It was a polar blast when they made one guy grabbed one foot, the other guy grabbed the other foot, and they essentially made me do the this splits. This year? This was at... Like a few years ago. Uh, two years, like, ago. No, but they didn't blast. put their hand down your pants. <laughs> don't, they they, 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 they were more trying to treat you like a little rag. It was my moose knuckle. <laughs> I need that. Yeah, well then go ahead. File suit over these two guys who you can't remember who they are, what they they did. I can't even find the photo. He was drinking when it happened. (laughs) I was doing what I was supposed to do. I was mingling. I was taking pictures, and they were just like, "Can we take a picture?" I'm like, "Duh, of course." And then they're like, "Okay, grab them." (laughs) When you think back at stuff like that, and you like remember being around people and being close to people, do you feel a little guilty sometimes? Because you're like, "Oh, we're not supposed to do that." Mm-mm. But because I miss it, like I miss it, but I'm saying like, I mean, do well because we're because now because now the mindset is d- don't get in groups, you know, yeah. distance from Stay people. Away. So like when I just thinking of that, I'm like, like I know that it was all okay to be around each other, but I still think like like seeing it on TV shows and stuff like that. You go like, get away from each other. 
No. No. Right. I'm not at that point I, yet. I, like, yearn for it. Yearn for what? Close contacts? Yeah, being nah. in groups. Me and my mom were just... It's fun, but I'm fine without it. Me and my mom were just talking about this yesterday. I took her out to dinner just because I hadn't seen her in a while, and I went to go pick up my phone, and she was like, did you ever think at any point in our lives would we have to, like, mask up to go to Applebee's? Mm-hmm. Like, and everyone in there has a mask. The kids were wearing a mask. The painter, uh, the makes the waiters. Applebee's food taste a lot better if you eat it through a mask. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like, it hey, was... could you blend this for me? Because I'm gonna just gonna <laughs> stick a bendy straw through my mask. Thanks. No one ever imagined going into a restaurant and having to wear a mask. It, it was just weird. And coming from my mom, she's like, and that's like another oh. thing. Like you see stuff or think about stuff from the past. You're like, where were our masks? Like, oh yeah, we don't wear masks in the past. No. And, no, I'm not at that point yet. Okay. I don't even take pictures in my mask or anything like that. Well, for me, Probably it's a reminder of, of how much content is constantly being made in Hollywood because they keep dropping shows. Yeah. And you're like, wow, these were all things that were in the can before any of it. They're probably d- releasing them earlier than they had planned just to fill the void. But you're like, new shows still keep dropping. And they're like, you know what? These were all done before this happened because they're constantly making something. In, when I've been reading, I've been like, because you're picturing it, right? When you're reading it, and I'm picturing scenes, and I'm like, man, I would like to do that. You know what I mean? Where they're like out um, to a nice fancy dinner and this, mm-hmm. that, and the other thing. I mean, it's the same thing as the, as the the show seeing it, but reading it for whatever reason, I, it clicks when I can see it. Where I'm like, oh, they don't have a mask on, or oh, they're not yeah. socially distanced, or whatever it might be. Like picturing it in my head, I feel like is different than seeing a TV show. Now, if you're it. picturing it in your head, do they have masks on? No, but that, but it's but it's it's more conscious when I read it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't know. Did you You're guys, more connected to it? Yeah. Did you guys watch like the VMAs last night? Because the only thing I kept thinking of when I was like looking at clips, I'm like, did they, did all those people get like COVID tests before they were performing together? Did all didn't even know get, it was on. I didn't watch it. My mom watched it, but I nope. just. I only wanted to watch one performance. I saw photos of like Lady Gaga with a a bunch of different masks on. She won five awards. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Boards. But then again, it's the VMA, so it really doesn't mean that much. Well, uh, the thing I was reading was like, uh, COVID made the VMAs relevant again. I'm like, who at MTV wrote this article? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what's on. Yeah, we were doing uh, jokes on you at Hilarity, so. God, that was fun. That was a very fun Lady show. Lady so great. Alan Ron Jeremy grabbed my ass at a comedy club in Menor. What's the comedy club in Menor? They they meant comedy night. There's no comedy club. Is there? No. I'm What's like the comedy a, night in Menor? Or just I'm a bar sure. doing comedy? It was probably just a bar. The guy, because oh, I... When we talked about this last week or two weeks ago, I said I had a friend who had to drive him around. My friend was featuring for him all over the Midwest. So I'm assuming it was the same booker who just sets oh, up for Ron show. Jeremy. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he was, just, I'm doing stand up. Yeah. So my, my buddy was the feature and he would like pick him up from the airport, drive I him around. Um, but it's through this one certain booker who books a bunch of bar shows all over the Midwest. Did he have to fumigate his car after driving he Ron said Jeremy around? He's the grossest around? person that he's yeah, just. Yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. He's like, a genuinely sweet man. He said he's a good guy, but he's just gross. It looks like he has completely done away with like any kind of self-care. Hygiene. Yeah, yeah, I mean, if you're... Just greasy. Ugh. So that, to me, says that there's something mental where he knows or he thinks he's an awful person. You know what I mean? He could just be depressed. 
Well, that's part of it, though. I mean, yeah. if he doesn't have any sense of, I don't know, his place in the world. Well, you got to think. Yeah, you know, I have all these porn guys who end up killing themselves or whatever because they're like, that's all I had, yeah. and now it's all now gone. It's gone yeah. yeah. Going from being on, on top uh, yeah. for so long and then having to cope with the fact that you're not relevant anymore, I feel like that's got to be hard in all types of entertainment. Yeah. Let alone, all right. <laughs> Difficult. <laughs> hey. Alan, I'm with Bill. I think of social distancing when they aren't on TV shows. It takes me out of it. Yeah, I'm not there yet. I'm happy to see shows yeah. where people are like running it's, around. It's just and, like a split second kind of thing, but it's one of those things where you kind of have to get yourself back in that mindset. We go, okay, this is this is the before times. I'm more like, man, I miss concerts. When this is all <laughs> over. And the boys is back on Friday. Yeah, the boys the is back. The boys season two. And I can't wait. cannot get enough of Ted Lasso. I love that right? show so much. It's so fun and it's so happy. Like he, he That character is fantastic, but it's still adult. And I love it. Well, it's somebody tw- well done. Somebody sent me a tweet that said, hey, thanks so much for recommending Ted Lasso to me. It's a great show. And Jason Sudeikis liked the tweet. Hey! So I'm like, we're out here watching it, bro. I, people aren't really talking about it, but it's a really funny show. It's a really good show. Funny it's show. funny. It's, yeah. like, it's clever. It's sweet. And it's sweet. Yeah. yeah, it's got a lot of heart in it, which I, I love that like, combination. Does that feel good? Yeah, but it's also, you know, they. it's not like corny either. Yeah. And he's just he, he's such a nice guy, but he's really funny too. Hmm. It's it's I just love it. Yeah, it's a really good show. The music's good. We oh, started. Okay. Uh, we, if anybody's watching Lovecraft Country, we mm-hmm. made the mistake of taking an edible the other night and watching the new episode oh. of Lovecraft. Oh, I, I was like, "What yet. is going on?" Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go back. And <laughs> like, Redo it. I can't follow any of this. I think we'll get caught up on that this week. So yeah, Ron Jeremy, the guys, uh, you know, he sure. Uh, took a different route uh, than some other people in his business where he did not shoot himself in the face. Um, Just girls. But uh, he is now being accused by dozens of people, uh, 20 new counts. I don't know what the initial count was. I I mean, that's 20 on top of what was already there, right? So that's a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for his cellmate. Alan, I got drunk and signed Ron's document at a Berea bowling alley. Come on. That can't out. be true. I do not believe you. Unless that was in 1982. Um, Call in. The only bowling alley I know of in Berea was at the rec center. And it wasn't a great bowling alley. I mean, it's not there anymore, but it, I don't think there's... There's there's one in like Brook Park. There's other ones around there, but in city limits of Berea would have been at the rec center. Right, but also, I don't think it makes a difference if it was a quality bowling alley I either. Think, you know? I think that This is a sexy him. bowling alley. This is yeah. the one that gets y'all horned up. But you get I'm at 10 pin lanes yeah. with Ron Jeremy. That it's just attached to like a youth league basketballs going on on the other side of Ugh. where you're bowling? Yeah. That makes it worse for me. Ron Jeremy showed me his dong outside the whiskey in L.A., and I'm a straight dude. Yeah, again, Ron Jeremy, would. that's part of these complaints, too. He would show it to you all the time. Yeah. I mean, the only time I ever met Ron Jeremy was when I was on in Pittsburgh years ago, and I had him on, and we were talking. He was a nice enough guy. I think it was before he had gotten super gross, you know, because he still looked like he was kind of together. But I told the girls that we're working at the radio station. I'm like, don't come down here when Ron Jeremy yeah. is here because I'm telling you, he will you will not have a good time. Right. Because they were like, Oh, he's 
he's like they saw him as like the Potter familias of porn or something. Yeah. I'm like, I go, he's not some cute cuddly guy that used to do adult entertainment. I'm like, he will grab you or yeah, something. Yeah, like, eh. yeah. He's like a little. Yeah, because he was doing a club appearance in town or something. That's what he was promoting or whatever. And he had some new. Whatever snake oil he was pushing at the time, he would just slap his name on anything. So it was like, Ron Jeremy Rowland papers or whatever, you know. It has not, uh, it's not gone well for Ron Jeremy. Why was Ron Jeremy Rowland papers endorsed by Old Peppermint? (laughs) (laughs) Because we came up together, that's why. We used to both teach third grade at PS 104. What? What? The show that makes deaf people appreciate what they have. I'm deaf. I heard it right. The Alan Cox Show. What? What? On 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double oh seven. I'm gonna get in here with us. Eight hundred three four eight one double oh seven. If you don't, 35192 to text. com. You can watch there if you like. We got the uh, brand new Alan Cox Show Instagram hotties up there for your enjoyment. Also, a new episode of the Bill Squire Show with Pound Cake. As the, what is he, guest host? Is he a guest? Is He's he a, a guest, yeah. Just a guest. Yeah. Just a guest. Yep, we come in, we talk about some stuff, have some laughs. Mm-hmm. Got a little deep into some stuff. It was nice. It was like good, what? Good chat. Uh, religion. Religion? Like, yeah. All right. Where, 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 was Pound Cake able to offer you any um, uh, we just cogent kind of, uh, thoughts on the subject? Was he? Uh, was there any? Were there any epiphanies had? Were there? Quite honestly, I'm going to have to really listen to the show because I kind of forget what I talked about. <laughs> I know we did. I know the key points of what we talked about, but I don't remember what I said. So I'm I'm really. We just kind of went back and forth with our experiences like being a kid with something to hide in religion and how that kind of shaped who we are because you being in the closet and me not really being a believer was you know stressful at times i remember i remember saying that i didn't think you could be gay like openly gay and still be a christian which is not true so but that's how you felt when you were that's how i felt because i was like how can i be a christian when i'm living in sin and i think about all the people that have had sex before they were married or they get divorced or you know they give it all away make them listen to the podcast no but not (laughs) but again not not only that but prior to doing anything you're not really living in sin are you just being attracted but even to the them? thoughts, even the thoughts are sins. That is true. That's what they teach yeah. us in Catholic school. That's why people are like, "Well, why not just do it then?" Mm-hmm. But it, you know, because a sin is. I already f- did it. Yeah, if I already full consent of the will. But if I were to get married to a man, that would be living in sin. Or if I'm shacking up with someone, like if I'm just living with well, someone but who's I, for, not my husband or wife. I was going to say, for the hetero community, living in sin are people who aren't married, right? Mm-hmm. Old school. And if you were gay and married. You wouldn't be living in sin. Well, just being gay is a sin to them. To them, yeah. I don't even know if that's a case anymore. I mean, you know what I mean? I remember in high school, school with it. I had a girlfriend who went to like a Unitarian church, and the pastor was a lesbian, and I couldn't wrap my mind around it. Because she was like a friend of mine who was a Christian that I knew like had similar beliefs that my family had and things like that. And then when I, I like went to church with her and I found out that her pastor was a lesbian, she's like, yeah, I mean, like, what's the big deal? God loves everybody, right? And I just remember my little like mind being blown because that was the first time I was like, yeah. hold on a minute. Like Episcopalians. <laughs> Maybe yeah. he does love it. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Wait. That's why the, those, are, those are the churches that are kind of... Um, 
they're vague in kind of what they, it's spiritual or whatever, right. it's God loves you or whatever, yes. but it's not like how I grew up, which is, Fire you know, John 3.16 says you got to go to hell if you, mm-hmm. yeah, all that's that kind of. That's not what John 3.16, that's where <clears throat> God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him, believeth in him shall not perish, but have ever- everlasting have life. Have eternal life. Yeah. Saved alert. You, saved alert. You <laughs> Bible nerds in here. You know, Heard whatever. alert. <laughs> all he I was know. Our shepherd. Whatever. You guys don't even believe that nonsense anymore. Yeah, wait. All I'm saying is uh, I saw John 3.16 at a lot of wrestling shows, so it couldn't no, have been no. that. You saw you Austin, Austin 316. Well, what was Austin 316? Something uh, about Coors Light, probably. You got your John 3.16. You got your. Ephesians and stuff like that. Well, Austin three sixteen says, "I just kick your ass." Is that what it yeah. is? Yeah, Stone something cold. like that. I'm okay. paraphrasing, but it's pretty close. Well, there you go. Whatever. It was it was something that he riffed in the moment, and it's still one of the best moments in in wrestling, and it stuck around for a long time. So one of the what you're saying, Bill? Yeah. One of the best moments in wrestling mm-hmm. was Steve Austin. Yes. Who, because I'm older, I remember him as the six million dollar man, mm-hmm. uh, blaspheming. And people eating it up. Yep. Wow. I can't believe people still heathens, watch wrestling. Yeah. What's what? I, said, I can't believe people still watch wrestling. It I mean, like it's, they just watch it to complain about it's, it. It's, With the it's, acting. And it's, just, it's still on, so yeah. I assume people watch it. But it. It's just so, like, over the top. Yeah, well, that's part of it. Like, it's the escape of it. Oh, God. Okay, coming from Mr. Real Housewives, that's all it is for these guys? Real Housewives oh, is just do. wrestling. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all it is for them. Yeah. It's a different type of reality. They're still show. throwing things around. They're still turning tables over. They're still, still hitting each other with throwing, chairs. Yeah, mm-hmm. glasses at each other. I just other. couldn't imagine all that with like a laugh track. <laughs> like that's what I imagine wrestling is. It's housewives and then just in an arena. Yeah. It loses it, its effect, I think. Well, it's the same amount of drama and people going behind each other's backs right, and they have right. agreements. You're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. You're Sweaty right. Sweaty guys in leotards grabbing each other. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. manly stuff. Yeah. I have another thousand bucks for you in a couple of minutes. Uh, it has been brought to my attention, by the way, that the Tower City Cinemas are oh, closing permanently. Wow. The uh, Cleveland Cinemas Company said that they, you know, they obviously uh, COVID was not good for them, but they had their lease expiring at the same time, and so they will not be reopening the theater. These were the only downtown movie theater. I couldn't believe they were still open. I, there was oh, a movie yeah. I wanted to see. Last fall, and it was only showing at Tower City. I was like, okay, here we go. And I'm sure there's no think, one in there. There That's were like you, three or four yeah. other people because it was the only, I think it was literally, it was showing at like Cedarly, and I wasn't going to drive that far. I'm like, well, I'll go downtown and see it. Well, my wife used to work for the Cleveland Film Commission uh, when we first came to town, and they had the Cleveland Film Festival at Tower City oh. Cinemas, and they would have this big, uh, these big like closing ceremonies and things with all these people gathered at center court, all the local uh, film people and whatever, and it was a big to do. And then they eventually moved the Cleveland Film Festival to Playhouse Square, and so I think that was probably the final nail in the coffin for. But I just couldn't believe that like they were still open, open when I went. That was the perfect movie theater to go and like hook up with somebody inside of the theater. Yeah, because nobody's in there. No one was ever in there. That would be that I was did the, that a couple times. The last fall was the first time I had ever seen a movie at Tower City Cinemas. I don't think I have. I've seen a dozen or so because it used to be a place where I'd go regularly when I lived in Tremont. That was my movie theater. Mm-hmm. I would just go downtown real She's quick. It's so hard to get to, though. Not from Tremont. Not from Tremont. Tremont. Yeah, but was, where do you park? Or you just take the right Walk rapid? underneath. I would, I would park underneath. Parking yeah. garage is underneath. And back then, the parking garage, if you went to the theater, they would validate your parking pass. 
Oh, that's dope. I, did, I never knew that. I always used to take, like, an Uber there or something. I specifically remember... And now look at you. Now you can't avail yourself of it because now that you know, they're closed. I'll just go, you know, shopping at Tower City. I'll just, you know, get a fresh new outfit there. You know, all the stores <laughs> that they have. Consisting of what? <laughs> Airbrush t-shirt and knockoff Jordans? <laughs> yes. Giving the given the birth date, birth date and death date of his cousin, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know they're still trying to make something happen out there. They still got their McDonald's, that old rusty fountain they have just sitting in the lobby. I loved it. We would go there on like field trips. I feel like man, when that when Tower City when they were building Gundarina and Jacobs Field, Gateway was the spot. Like going to Tower City was such a treat because it was just bustling. And I remember it was like a packed mall. Yeah, yeah, it was packed and it had stores that there weren't. There weren't like those stores in any other mall in the area, so you go there. Well, I'm thinking more like the WB store and stuff like that. Get and then they had, and and then if it was like a bigger store, like a Tower Records or something, it was a real big version of it. So mm-hmm. it was just cool to go there. And then you had the Hard Rock Cafe when that was yeah the right place to go. It that was, was so still cool. open when I came. Yeah, I just don't understand. Like I I, I missed that because I I never saw that bustling ever yeah there was, was always crazy. just like a food court there and that was but about there was it. never any like good food and a lids kiosk yes i missed that which I, is probably I'm, still there I'm i think sad. they had a bath and body so the tower city cinemas that opened in 1998 um and they've recently reopened cedarly and chagrin cinemas when we lived in ohio city we would just go to the um Whatchamacallit, the Capitol. Speaking of movies, I need to, I keep forgetting to unsubscribe from my Netflix emails. Because they're getting really aggressive all of a sudden with Netflix. It used to be like, hey, here's what's coming this weekend. And now you get emails like, don't forget to finish this show. Oh, I haven't done any of those. I'm like, bro, let me handle that, all right? Keep watching. They're getting very, all of the streaming services are getting very aggressive in their promotional emails. Because Netflix isn't the only place to do that. Not they're like, Netflix. Did you, did you remember this? Don't forget, you're four episodes in. By the way, like, stop looking at me, streaming service I give all my data to. Question for all you, like, iPhone people. Do you have to have Apple Pay in order to download apps? Because I can't download any apps. Yeah. You, have, yeah. I, I, you have to have an Apple you account and you make an Apple account. Mine's, I have an Apple. Mine's linked through PayPal. Okay, well, I don't have any oh. type of payment source whatsoever on my. Well, you can iPhone. put it, that it's, in. It's much makes things easier if you have it hooked up. Because I didn't want to. I didn't want them to have like my card and stuff on there. And I just think that they're all. You can pay with you can pay with your phone at stores and stuff. Why? Why don't you want that? I don't know. It just scares me. I don't want my credit card information on my phone. Why does it scare you? You didn't, didn't have, have it on everything. You didn't have it on your Android. You've I, never I bought ha- anything offline from your phone. No, I just have an app. I have like a banking app, and that's the only thing I use. I didn't You've know. You've never the same purchased thing, something offline from your phone. You've never been on your phone and bought something online. No. You've never paid for Uber Eats on your phone. Well, yeah, that's but your credit it card was inside of the app. All your information's right already out it's there. It's the exact same thing. Have you ever used an ATM? It's already all out there. <laughs> I, I understand that, but like, I didn't know I had to load it into my phone in order to download apps, like free apps. Like, I'm not buying anything. I just want Instagram. I want like the Facebook stuff, and they're making me do that. You have to have a an Apple ID, which is not the same as a money thing. You don't have to link your Apple ID to anything money related. It just makes it easier. Okay. Why are you saying it like that? You're yep. looking for a reason not to like your iPhone. That's what it is. You want a reason to be inconvenienced by something that's easier. I'm going to the AT&T store after work today, and I'm, I don't know how to work this thing. I'm just annoyed. It's just like moving out of a house. You're just not used to it yet. That's all. I don't like it. In two weeks, you'll love it. You'll be like, like how do I live without this? What's the part you don't like? 
just all so complicated. It's, it's literally not, the easiest you just operating need to, system. Yeah. That's not the easiest. My operating. wife loves her Android, and anytime something happens with my phone, she goes, "Show what is this? Show me how to... There's no back button. I go, yeah, I know. I'll show like, you. Just I'll swipe. show you how to All do it. All you have to do is just swipe. Right. <laughs> That's it. Right. Meanwhile, I see her on her phone. Like, if you want to screen cap, you got to, like, run the back of your hand across the screen. I'm like, what is that? <laughs> it's easier. I, I hit a button, and it's done. Anyway, listen. People love what they love, right? They love their operating system. I had, I've had both. I had an Android for many years. It was fine. It's, it was super buggy. That's all I recall. It's crashing all the time. So I'm an iPhone guy. Poundcake is now in the community. He has joined. He's come out of the Android closet. Welcome to the and dark now side. He's openly an iPhone user, but he's being, for some reason, being drag kicking and screaming. I don't know why you have one now. If you if you were if you didn't want it, why do you have it? Well, I didn't necessarily order. I said I was thinking about getting an iPhone. The one time, like my mom listens to me in a conversation, I was telling her, I'm like, well, she's like, you're due for an upgrade. What do you want? And I was like, well, everyone else. Like, all my friends have iPhones. They always make fun of me because I have the green text instead of the blue text. And yada, yada, yada. I think it would be better for my job if I got an iPhone. And that was the last thing I said. Next thing I know, I'm at, like, Azure with Dan from sales. And I get a call. My mom's like, hey, I ordered your iPhone. It's red. You like red, don't you? I'm like, huh? And she's like, it's the brand. It's the newest iPhone. It's like the iPhone 11. She ordered you a red iPhone? Yeah. Let's see it. Why red? Because like he likes red. She said, I liked red. Oh, okay. She <laughs> said, <laughs> his mom goes, you like red. I, I do? Yes. <laughs> now everyone's That's the phone I got red. you. Do we like, I mean, I like the fact that he's like, oh, my mom got me a free iPhone and I just like can't even use it because it's so it, it annoying. Free. I still have to like, I have to pay on it. He's got to pay her for it. She ordered on it. She ordered it for me and I was like, ah. I didn't even get the time to think, so I'm like, I'm glad she pushed me. Because Give it a I, week, you're gonna like it more than you ever liked your Android. But I just have like so much stuff on my phone, and I have to like transfer that over. Don't are you, transfer it. Start are you over. worried about standing there and the guy invariably having to tell you you're gonna come have to come back tomorrow if you want me to transfer all these D pics to your new iPhone? All and he the, took that off, right? All the D pics are already on my new iPhone. The, the D pics is not the tr- the problem. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I already got. I had my. Roommate. Let me just say the D pics are the problem. Maybe just not the transfer problem. You just don't you, know how to use it yet. You I don't know how to use it yet. My, you don't know the functionality. Of my it. roommate used to work for AT and T, so he was like helping me last night with getting my phone activated and you know transferring. I'd rather him transfer the D pics than someone in the store. But like, I still need. So like, would they? They would rather he do it than that, them. That's okay. That's fine. But by it, the way, I'll tell you. You know, for the paying thing, there's a great app I use called Privacy that will just create dummy credit cards if you don't feel super comfortable using your card all the time. It just creates dummy cards, and then you can. You know, if you're going to buy something online. So that every time, it's still using your card, but it's giving it like a encryption, basically. Yeah, encrypts it, yeah, yeah, and then just gives you like a dummy number. So if you don't want to use your card all the time online, the privacy app is really good. Yeah, I just need accessories, because I, I know how many people, like all my friends who have iPhones, they're constantly scratching your hand on their screen because they have like, they shattered their screen or whatever. So I'm like, just no. don't drop your phone. That's, you but have I know I'm clumsy going, friends. Boy, I, I've never... These people that walk around with like spider web—is it yeah. that expensive to replace a screen on a phone? Uh, not Maybe anymore. A, a lot of hundred bucks, if that. Yeah. I'm like, how would you? Yeah, I would think you'd be cutting yourself all the time on the screen of your phone. Why not get it replaced? Mm. Cut my finger one time, and it'd be like, I gotta take this in. I'm, I'm not. For as much as people use their phones, why would you want it hurting you, well, causing you physical injury? Well, you just said it didn't cost that much anymore. Right, but I'm still. But they probably don't have them. Even if it's only 150 bucks. Well, if I uh, then I wouldn't be so clumsy. 
Well, my daughter, my oldest daughter, would crack her phone all the time and it would make me nuts. So, like, because you were paying for it. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. And I'm just like, what well, she was doing? paying for it. I'm she like, would have held on to that like, thing like grim death. I'm like, you're not allowed to walk and use your phone at the same time. You have to be sitting down. Dude. And she's like, what? That's stupid. I'm like, Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You, you've gone through six screens in two years. I, you're not allowed to do it. I am the clumsiest person when it comes to phones. Drop them. I'll just turn around and my right. phone will be out of my hand. So I pay $100 to get these like reinforced, I was unbreakable. I say, that's what I'm getting. I've you don't always have a, had. You've had a case on your phone always. before. Yeah. I've Because I know that I'm clumsy and I'd rather just pay the money for the case and be able to accidentally drop it three times a day because I know I'm going to. And sure, it's not as sleek. It now, doesn't why look do you... as sexy. I look like a construction worker. Well, no, I understand I, that. I have a case on my phone. It's never been a problem. Yeah. What? Why are you dropping your phone? I'm just very clumsy. Like, I will literally just barely, I don't know why, I'll have it in my hand and I'll turn and it'll fly out of my hand. Or I'll go to put it in my purse and I miss my purse. But that's why I keep a case on it. Because I know that I'm clumsy. This to me is like airplane travel now. This proves to me how utterly affordable phones are now. Where people are like, ah, I just drop it. I mean, well, that's whatever, why I put, you know. I'm saying I know if that I, had I a drop th- it. If I had a thousand dollar piece of equipment in my hand, I'd be gripping it no matter what I had on that phone. But... I'm the people who don't put a case on their phone because they don't like the way it looks is what I'm saying. A lot of people who have that shattered screen. You're asking for trouble there. Yeah, they don't like the way that the case looks because it's not a cute, feminine looking. You can get those types of cases, but like the nice, sturdy ones, they don't look cute. So people don't do it. I know, but I'm saying like I buy the reinforced. You buy like the OtterBox. Yes. It's like a hundred and fifty dollar case because I know I'm going to drop my phone. That's just the way that it is. Gotcha. But people who are like, I don't like the way that I'm like, yeah, but your shattered screen looks better. Mm -hmm. Right. Alan Poundcake sounds like my sixty three year old white mother. (laughs) I don't know what the white part's got to do with it, but whatever. It's frustrating. And then what do I do with all the information on my old phone? Because I got to send that one back. Why do I have to send the phone back? What information? I paid for the- send the phone back? You have to send the phone back. To You're whom? Home. You, you send there's it tra- back? There's trading programs. I, I probably oh, the- it's yeah. a trade-in. I was going to say, I got a box full of old phones right. in my basement. Like Who's I, sending their phone back? Granted, I'm on my mom's family, pans, family plan, so I mean, whatever she says goes, but... I had this phone for four years. Why well, I got to send it back? Well, I definitely paid for it within that time. Because your mama said so. Because you just said it. It gives Whatever her she a credit on the new phone because they can still refurbish that phone and make money off it, so they're going to. What so. information is on the old phone? You no. can wipe it. No, I'm saying I'm, I have to wipe it, but it's just the principle of the thing. No, what, you said there's what, information what is the principle about principle? stupid things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I want to marry a couple, but I don't want to wipe my iPhone. I don't, I don't want wanna... my phone that I'm not going to use anymore to be <laughs> used by someone else. Someone else. else. Yeah, because you're afraid that they won't wipe it completely and something's going to pop up and you think some something in there is going to come back to haunt you is what you think. No, because they can wipe it and they do. Well, then what's the problem? It's just my phone. Not anymore. <laughs> and now, that, did your mom get you a refurbish? Uh, iPhone? No, it looks like no, a new it's, one. It's, it's a brand, brand new phone. Brand new phone. All right, well, there you go. 
No, yeah. I mean, what Mama they, says goes. If they want to look back at my old pictures, feel free. <laughs> there ain't no nudes of me in there. You might find your husband. They ain't going to find me. <laughs> you might find your husband. That alone is worth not wiping that phone. <laughs> Go ahead. Charge five bucks a look and see if you can find your husband in here. Find your husband. If you do, you get your five back. If you don't, I'll keep the five. You got five, all right. Seven out of ten listeners agree on what? We have no idea. This is the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Deftones got dropped last week. Always a happy AC when some new Deftones comes out. Good stuff. Uh, the new album is called Ohms. This is the title track. It'll come out on September the 25th. It's been three, four years since the last proper Deftones album. Gwen and I are going to see them next August in Toronto. They're going to get back on the road. Well, everybody's going to get back on the road next year. Yeah. I mean, theoretically, but they were going out this year with Gojira. And I wasn't going to miss that. So everybody had to opt for next year. And they're also dropping a uh, beer. They're remixing White Pony for the 20th anniversary of that. I don't know if Black Stallion is the name of it. I've heard that being thrown around. I don't know if that was a goof or if that's actually what it's going to be called, but... They are releasing White Pony beer for that album's 20th anniversary. Can they do a mashup of Pony and White Pony together? Hmm. I bet that they can. They're doing some stuff with DJ Shadow. DJ Cumberbund, make that happen. (laughs) Right. Out of all the DJs, uh, DJ Gift Thief notwithstanding. (laughs) Uh, So uh, this is the sixth time, by the way, Deftones are no... Strangers to having uh, beers uh, made. They've uh, teamed up with a company called Belching Beaver. Cute. <laughs> uh, so the uh, White Pony uh, beer will be dropping soon. It's an IPA. So maybe you like the Deftones, but you don't like the IPA. This is the difficult decision that beer and or Deftones lovers have to make. They go, "What? please, sure. Chino and the boys, Abe, Rip Chi. Yeah, of course. Uh, love those guys. IPA, I cannot abide that. You could always collect it, like never open it, like but the have ma- the can. The Metallica beer they sent me mm-hmm. last year. That remains unopened. I got some of the Buzzard beer. Yep, didn't in, open that. Yeah, it's in my studio. So the Deftones beer is going to have uh, an upfront flavor of pineapple. But finishes with, I, I love beer talk, because it's all made up. It's not. But it is. It's not. Stop. It's not. They've already determined. You can put whatever you want in it. What I'm saying is, on the receiving end, right, uh, the human uh, taste buds are not nearly as um, 
sensitive as people would like to think. Maybe scientifically. No, I think that, scientifically they've determined. Well, when sommeliers wrong. talk about wine, they're like, oh, you can pick up. They're like, mouth doesn't work that way. Scientifically, your mouth, <laughs> mouth d- doesn't work that way. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. <laughs> that mouth um, do. It doesn't taste pineapple. Doesn't right. so, so whatever they can, you know, any beer I've ever, ever had, they go, oh, you're going to taste this and this and this. You go, oh, okay, fine. Yeah, you're also it's, not a beer drinker, though. But I can drink beer, and I can right. tell if I taste what they tell me I'm going to taste. But once you're, you develop your palate for that style of tasting, it's completely different. All I'm saying is... And what he's is, telling you is that is I'm, false. And I'm telling him... No, I'm, not, I was, I'm not telling you it's false. I'm saying that it relies heavily on power of suggestion. No. If somebody were to give you beer and you'd go, if somebody were to give you some beer, right? Granted, you, I assume, and Bill too, I assume that you guys both have more refined beer palates than I do, right? Nah, not well, me. I did. Well, okay, you, you when, did. When yes. I was drinking, but that's because where I worked. All I'm saying is if somebody were to give you a thing of beer and go, what do you taste in there? You'd have to come up with something. We did that every single day. at the. At, I worked for the Winking Lizard, and every single day we would have a beer. It was a, called a shift beer, and we would taste it. And before they told us anything that was in it, we would discuss what we tasted, what we got out of it. And how often were you right? Um, Depending on who you were, how often you drank beer, and how well you were trained. You were how right often, a lot of the time. How often were you right? Probably 75% of the time. So you'd go, oh, I taste chocolate and pineapple mm-hmm. in there, and they'd go, you're right. Yes. Anyway, what I'm saying is that most people, right? <laughs> Right. Who aren't working in bars and getting shift beers. But the people who are into craft beer drink that stuff and practice those tasting notes religiously. It's yeah. a whole culture of people. I don't know so much anymore. This was probably four or five years ago for me when I was really, really heavy into craft beer. But I can't imagine people just stop being into it. No, I understand. But there's, I mean, that's what they do at breweries, which is why they give you flights. They're like, hey, here's a little bit of each beer and here's how you can taste the different nuances between it. And I liked them. They all taste the same to me. That's why I was like, you're, you're not a beer drinker. That's wasted on me, is right. what I'm saying. Wasted on me. I don't, yeah. I, I don't want to hear from you beer nerds either. I'm just saying. Same thing with I, wine. I'm, I'm with you as far as wine goes. Uh, I drink wine to you get drunk, but like the whole like fancy, fancy wines, I've never tasted a difference. Well, it's like when people go, like if we're you know, in the olden times, if we were having people over or something, you know, people are like, <laughs> what beer do you want me to bring? I go, I don't care. Yeah. Don't care. Would you? But you can taste the difference in like a high quality tequila and a terrible one. Yes, you can taste the difference in nuances and types like, of tequila. But I feel like and in Yeho versus a silver, those taste different. Yeah, but those are also very specific things. That's not like um, that's just like how they're aged and what they're aged in. Well, if that's the exact aged. same thing with beer. It's mm-hmm. what they're brewed with, how they're brewed. If they have an open fermentation, it's all kinds of things. I think spirits, though, quite literally, you can distill them down to one or two things. Where with beers. There have to be beers where you've kind of rolled your eyes. Oh, yeah. You're like, that's what Absolutely. I'm talking about. There's been some where you go You're like, to... I'm not picking up cherry and rosemary and all this. It's well, like, stop. They say very ridiculous things on some of them where the description of the beer will be like, you'll get a horse blankety aftertaste. Right. Swear to God. Swear to God. That's a real... That is a real descriptor that, when why it comes is that to a beers. Good thing? That doesn't and sound good. And horse I'm like, I don't bl- want a biscuity horse blanket beer. Those, I'm like, you're out of That's what I'm talking Relax. about. Fruits and... Fruits and like, like chocolate spices and stuff like that, that makes sense. Definitely. If, yeah. if somebody goes, this is a blueberry wheat, yes. I go, okay, that I know what that is. Right. That's right. Or like in a Christmas sale when they're like, you're going to get nutmeg and cinnamon or whatever, yes. But when they when they start to go over the edge and like, it's like uh, gr- grass clippings and dewy raindrops, <laughs> you know, and you're like, oh, it's well, time. But yeah. grass clippings? But also like... Well, they say like pine trees or cat pee yes. for IPAs, which is very true. What I'm saying is... Skunked weed? The, <laughs> like, there are so many breweries now and yeah. brewers that like they have to ratchet it up 
to set themselves apart. Yeah. Every beer can't just be like, it's hoppy. This right. one's going you to can't... taste like the blood of your enemies. <laughs> right. Oh, I get So the White Pony 20th anniversary uh, beer collab, as of now, not going to be available in Ohio. It's only going to be available in uh, about 10 states. Closest one to us would be Wisconsin. So I'm sure you could have a friend send you some. Who knows? But, uh, yeah, notes of grapefruit and blah, 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 and all that, you know. But, no, that's why I prefer spirits, because, you know, people are like... Now, when we've been in Mexico, and I've had beer in Mexico, that did taste different to me. But, Mm -hmm. again, I assumed that that was just power of suggestion, that I was potentially imagining that. They go, well, it's it's Mexican beer. That's why it tastes different. I don't Mm -hmm. know. You know, well, they're using different ingredients. They they're using what's readily available to them, so it's probably different than what you would have here well, or no, in California. But or... the, you can get Modelo here. You can get Corona. Those are Mexican beers you can buy. Or you're in saying the, United the States. Modelo tasted different there than the Modelo tasted here. I don't even know if I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm just you know. Maybe you were in a better mood. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely was in a better mood. You were tasting the relaxation. Yes, <laughs> I guess. Uh, do you want to talk to Dick? Sure. I mean, do you? You sound like Of course. You know. Well, it's, I want to thank him for the card that he sent us. The serial killer hey. handwriting. Hey, what's going on, Dick? Bill wanted to tell you something. Hey, thanks for sending us... Did you send us a card? <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah. Um, but I, I wanted to say something. You were talking about beer. This is a, this is a oldie but goodie. Mm-hmm. I can remember when the Browns games, I was young, when Jim Grainer and Gib Shanley did their games in the 60s. There was a beer yeah, about the live that I used to drink at my grandmother's house. Schlitz. It was Carling Black Label, and there was a Duke. And then my early years of college, we drank Strohs. Yeah, okay. Well, I, I, Strohs is still around, I so think. So it's Black Label. Yeah, Black Strohs, Label. Bro. That came. That had a hipster comeback, where people would drink Black Label on the cheap. Well, it was dirty know, cheap, another yeah. Another one in, in Cincinnati was good, too. We used to drink Shaling. You remember Shaling? I've heard of it, yeah. These are all like old man beers that a couple years ago, yeah. 25-year-olds started drinking. In yeah. Illinois, mm-hmm. we had Old Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. We had, because we'd, we'd, get, we'd yeah. get Wisconsin beers. Duke? We'd, was Duke from Pittsburgh? We'd have Schlitz. We had Hams. Hams, yeah. Hams. Stroh's, he already said. When I was in Pittsburgh, we were, everybody was drinking Yingling and, you know, uh, uh, Fatheads, I think, started in Arson. Pittsburgh. and Iron City. I didn't know Fatheads started in Pittsburgh. I yeah. thought it was Jenny? in Ohio. You like Jenny? No. Geneseo? What? Genesee. Genesee. Cream yeah. ale. There you go. All those, oh, Dick. Oh, so my heavy. God. All those, you know. Hey, uh, I, Mary and uh, Bill and Alan, I want to tell you something. Oh, please this do. This is the day of my... I, I, I think I could do... I mean, this, it, it, yesterday... Get to the point. We had our... It's our three-month meeting, and Kelly got an award for our store. In the front end, got a couple awards, and I wanted to tell you what i got guys uh it was a little plaque roger introduced me he says we thank dick or dick from dayton or dickster for his devotion and his band and his iHeartRadio people but i got a little plaque it said uh thank you dick for the customer service keep keep the flow going and kelly got we got the number one store in ohio this week wait dick hey. uh, i'm just curious why they're thanking you for us 
No, I, why, why? no, I'm just saying he was talking about he keeps the media going and, you know, he, he, he talks about he's his band and he says he's just, uh, <laughs> Wait, you, they, 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 thank, they thank you for keeping the media going? Is that... Well, yeah, because yeah. there's six people that work with me that hear, you know, uh, uh, Alan and uh, little Melissa, she was from Hinckley, Ohio. Right, because they he- because you call everyone and they hear you on some radio station. Well, no, that's not. Uh, but but I, I and okay. I want to tell you something. I got to play the mandolin for an hour and a half. I was outside at Lawn and Garden. Is that, is that a, a good thing? He's on the clock and paid to play oh, the mandolin. Oh, this at work. Yeah. Ninety minutes playing that mandolin. Yeah, I'm putting the man yeah, in mandolin. Was, uh, yeah, I was, uh, Kelly told me, Dick, I hope you, uh, maybe it, this, maybe, uh, I don't think, Dick, you should retire in a year. I think you ought to stay a couple more years to to help Lowe's out. He said, it's just, uh, thank you for giving us uh, number one ratings. I said, that's my, I, that's the way I was raised. And I, I just feel so, you know, you, you get those kind of things, you know, working and like I say, in the lumber department, it's been so, so busy. You know, Dick, when you play the mandolin, uh, are, do you have a uh, do you have a pick nail? Have you grown your thumbnail out? No, I just what I do tune it up, E A D G, and I start hitting songs like Worried Man. Yeah. You know, Folsom. I learned Folsom Prison Blues. Yeah. The MTA rolling in my baby's arms, and you know, it draws a crowd. You know, we got uh, Bill. Did thank you for the card that we got, and I'm always fascinated by your cards because they are filled. Every corner is filled with writing. Um, yeah. 100% illegible, but the effort that goes oh, into yeah. them uh, is—it's amazing. I wish I knew what they said. Yeah, but you know that's me. <laughs> that's, me. that's right. Has your penmanship always been uh, a little sketchy, Dick? Well, you know, when I took classes in the Credit for Lifelong Learning at Sinclair, yeah, and, and my teacher Chuck Kerr, and he used to be county commissioner. <laughs> And he said, well, Dick, Dick should know about politics. He takes more notes. I can't keep up with him. He says he's got a, a photogenic memory of notes. Right, but you can't uh, read you know. any of yeah, them. Yeah, you can't read any of it. It's very hard to read. You should have been a doctor. Yeah, I should have been, huh? So are you guys ever going to get down this area anymore? Nope. No, we're not leaving our houses, Dick. How about you, Bill? Uh, maybe someday. Maybe if uh, Dave I, Chappelle asked me to do one of his shows there? down in Yellow Springs. I'm coming oh. to your Kettering Banjo Society yep. performance. Yeah, Bill was just down in Yellow Springs, Dick, and he didn't stop in to see you. Well, what you do you know, about that? I hope you guys come see me at Beaver Creek. I, I see a lot. How of far is Beaver Creek from Yellow Springs? Many time, you know. Yeah. Thank you, Dick. I appreciate you. Your help in keeping the media going and uh, all. <laughs> Why that. is Thank he not you. on Instagram? He would clean up. For why is he not on... Did those words just come out of your mouth? He, why is he not on Instagram? Why is he not on Instagram? Why would he be? He why would, would you think that he could work a smartphone? You're, you're flummoxed by your iPhone. How is he going to have a thing on Instagram? Why would he be on Instagram? I feel like he would clean up. I feel like he would have a lot of followers. Everyone... But would what would he do on... I feel like this is... Like a radio show, but nobody, just for him. This isn't... Nobody thinks about this. Everybody goes, oh, I got to do this. You go, what are you going to do? Nah, I'll figure it out. You got to have the thing before you do the thing. 
What would he do on Instagram? Post a picture of some Hi carts. Guys. Here's the lumber. Oh, he could do a mandolin. Yeah. He could post him playing the <laughs> mandolin. All the people would be into that, I bet. Sure, play the mandolin. Swipe up for my show. Mandolin. Kettering yeah. Banjo Society. You Find out where we'll be. You 10,000 followers? Dick has a swipe up? You probably no get way. verified. You probably get a check mark before oh, all of us. On. Sure. He's on more radio stations than the rest of us. He's <laughs> that like is some, true. Some yeah. weird guy at corporate Lowe's who gets him verified. Yeah. Lowe's like keeping the media going. He is. Mm-hmm. He got a plaque. He's practically a syndicated radio personality. Yeah, seriously. Just by calling in. Him and Marcel. Hey, Dan. Hey, what's up? What's going on? Hey, you guys are talking about beer. The best beer there was was POC. People of color. Port Love that of one. Cleveland. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, what was that, Mary? Port of Cleveland? Nope. They took it right out of the Cuyahoga. Give you pink eye. Something of Cleveland? Yeah. Huh? What was it? Yeah, a piss on Cleveland. Pride of Cleveland well, is how. From the <laughs> Pilsner Brewing Company, which used to be at Clark and West 65th. And the POC beer, oh, which stood not for Pride of Cleveland, stood but Pilsner of Cleveland. Uh, According to Dan, it stood for something else, I guess. And then it became short for Pleasure on Call. There you go. Hmm. Okay. Well, and then it was brewed out of Pittsburgh or something. But, you know, Dan going back to the 1892. I guess for that, and, uh, you know, listen, a little bit of POC beer, never hurt anybody, right? Get down with POC. Yeah, you know me. Um, Were you old enough to drink 3-2? I'm sorry? Are you old enough to have drink 3-2 beer? 3-2 beer? That's all my dad used to talk about. When you were 18, you could buy 3-2 beer, which I think was 3.2%. It was oh, super low alcohol beer that you could drink at 18. No clue. But then at 21, you could buy the real stuff. I no, because we had O'Doul's and you couldn't buy that. Because it was a- like, even non-alcoholic beer has like 0.5% or something in it. So. Right. But I remember my dad talking about how he's he was born in 61, so he's a little bit older than you. He's 10 years older than 10 I 10 years older than you. So when you turned 18, it was a big deal to be able to drink 3-2 beer. I, I mean, when I was growing up, the drinking age in Wisconsin... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Watson was still 18. Okay. So you'd have all these kids driving up and then getting murdered on the way back in a drunk driving accident. How far away was it? I mean, Chicago is an hour from the border of Wisconsin. Okay. So you'd have all kinds. They were like, woo! But so many kids were getting killed on their way back that they pushed it to 21 when I I think still in high school. But then again, I didn't start drinking until I was 26. So all that stuff. My younger brother, he was a lush by the time he was like 17, but I didn't really pay attention to that. Hmm. Stephen Canton says Dick's not on Instagram because he still sends cards in the mail and just had a cassette player installed in his car. <laughs> Whoa. Those are two good points. He went backwards. How do you get a cassette player installed in your car? Because Inst- he probably has all those cassettes and he go- was angry that yeah. he didn't have anywhere to play them because <laughs> hey! he got a car. He got a car after 1994. 
Where's my cassettes go? Alan, you got to be like 56 to remember 3-2 beer. Okay. Oh, I didn't so know. still before me. Uh, Instagrampa, somebody called Dick. Uh, there it is. Grandpa. But he's got no kids. He's just old. That is true. No. When we've, we've unequivocally determined that, I thought I asked him if he had kids, and he was like, Rah! Well, he just says, like, he was kids. he married or anything? I don't know. No, I think he doesn't have kids, right? I don't think he has kids. And his girlfriend is 20 years older than him. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, she's he's like dating a non Nigerian. She's like, there's that's a, my baby. That's a word. Uh huh. He's like, hey. <laughs> for some of this lumber. <laughs> Lowe's no, might be out, but I'm not. Yeah. No, hey, Dixter. No, no lumber shortage here. here. That's right. Three two beer was one point five percent ABV. Skinny girls got that wop, but big girls got that. This is the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. Two one six five seven eight one double zero seven. You want to join us live or eight hundred three four eight one double zero seven three five one nine two. Send me a text. You can. AlanCoxShow.com. We got the new Instagram hotties up there for you as of today. This Thursday, the new pound cake, uh, pound take will drop. <clears throat> you been thinking about that, or are you still basking in the glow of the tinks? <laughs> no, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> All right, because we're out on Friday and Monday, so you're going to give people a full four days to really marinate in the new pound mm. take. So something to think about. It's Labor Day weekend. And so if reading Pound Cake has proven to be a laborious uh, thing for you, what better weekend than this? That's a big-ass word, laborious. Not really. But uh, you could uh, uh, check it out as of Thursday. We always wait with bated breath around these parts. And now he can probably uh, uh, type the whole thing up on his brand-new iPhone. If I learn how to work it. Yeah, it's not a real steep learning curve. Uh, they try to make... Uh, My mom and dad can both use an iPhone. So you should be able to. How what are you trying to say, Bill? Your parents strike me as uh, capable, able, intelligent people. Yes, but they are older people, and I'm saying that if they can learn how to use that technology, so can Pound Cake. How long did they use Android for? Never. Okay. Dude, you're not going to win this argument. I know. What's the argument? <laughs> Him, that Androids are easier to use than iPhones. You're just well, not used to it. it's just a switch. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I don't know if it's switch. an easier or harder thing, but it's like anytime I see an old person with some technology, I'm like, all it took them was 10 minutes to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like I saw a guy walking when I was on my way into work, and I saw this guy, old guy. <laughs> and he's walking, probably out for his morning constitutional, and he's wearing Bluetooth headphones. Hey. Over-the-ear headphones. And I'm like, that guy got a five-minute tutorial on how to work them, mm-hmm. and now he uses them. That's all it takes. The notion that, like, you know, I know technology advances quickly, and so it might be difficult to keep up. But it's like the thing that old people, it's not that they can't. It's that a lot of them don't care or don't want to. We also don't know if he knows how to unpair them. He may keep the headphones on to answer phone calls and things, like if it's paired to his phone. Maybe. I can't hear unless my phones are on. I will say the one thing that's (laughs) most aggravating is the fact that I have to remember all these passwords. Because I have passwords, you know, for... But that's not an iPhone thing. That's just... Oh, I know. This is you. just saying it's on my old phone. I never had to log in because it was me. All I have to do is type in my code for my phone, and then I don't log in or log out of anything. But now that I am transferring everything over, 
I need to remember that's stuff. That's annoying well, in general. Why don't you yeah. just get a password manager and then you just take that as an opportunity to update your passwords and then you just copy and paste every time? I will do that now. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying you take the opportunity to update some things. I'll sure. be your password manager. I'll take care of everything. I mean, I can't tell you. A B B B C C one. Really bad password. Password with a capital P. No, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna be the one that comes up with them. He's gonna tell me what they are, and then I'll make sure all this content is protected. Now, how are you going to remember them if you're not a paperwork guy? You can't write it down. I can write things down on my phone. You're gonna lose it. I'm allowed to put things in my phone. Okay. So I'll write it all down, and then I'll make sure that nobody hacks into your stuff and uh, posts weird things or anything stupid. And it's going to be so helpful for you to do that. (laughs) Yeah, then nobody can hack any. So he'll be hitting you up for his passwords every time then. Doing OnlyFans for Cody's passwords. Yeah. <laughs> you change it every month, and for $5 a month, you can get his passwords everything. Hey, with the new camera, though, I might actually have to start an OnlyFans. There you now go. that I got the capabilities. Yeah, but iPhone cameras stink. That, no, that, they is, don't. that is my one complaint. Yes, compared I like to the, the, the only superior thing on you, Androids is the camera. No, not if you have one of the good Android phones. If you have like a really good one, Poundcakes was not good. Oh, well, I'm just saying. I, I iPhone, anytime I see a photo that's. Commercials aside, for the amazing things you can I do with take iPhone some good cameras, pictures of my phone. Yeah, I like you can this take one good pictures. I'm just saying that usually, if something's grainier, it looks like it was taken on. An I think that's more user stuff. I think at this point, with like the top line Android phone versus the top line iPhone uh, camera, it's really up to the user to take a good photo. I mean, the primary complaint about iPhones, I don't think, is incorrect, where people are like, they haven't done any major changes to the thing in seven or eight years. They're just like, we tweaked this, and it's easier to do this, but no real... Now there's an emoji in a wheelchair. Right. Yeah, I don't, there's I no, don't mind there's that, no hope For a while, every year, the new iteration of the iPhone was like some wholesale useful change, but I feel like well, they, they've they've probably gotten to the point where that's not really realistic anymore because they've just pushed it to... Whatever yeah, I mean, the event much, horizon is on How that. much more can they change each year? And also, I I don't mind that because then I don't feel like I need to upgrade my phone every year. I'll do it every three or four years. Understood, because, but like, I'm saying they still charge you the same for these stupid phones when right, they come but out. But if, like, if I have a phone, like I got the 11 last year, and I had this phone for four years, I'm fine with that. I don't feel like but the, those early iPhones, if you didn't upgrade, you had a slower, crappier phone. But now... I'm fine with this phone for the next three or four years. Yeah, that's what I did. I went yeah. from like a 7 Plus to an 11. Yeah, I did I that went too. Like a six yeah. to a, I went a, a 11 or whatever. 6 to 11 in December. Oh, no, I was an 8. I had an 8. I went to 11. And uh, yeah, so I'll hang on to this one for a while and it's fine by me. Uh, tonight, Tribe in Kansas City to play the Royals. Dan Quisenberry and the Kansas City Royals at 8.05. Uh, Mike Clevenger, of course, going to San Diego. Uh, with some other dude, and then the uh, Padres are sending uh, six guys to Cleveland, something like that. Yep. So we'll see what happens there. Um, but eight oh five is your first pitch tonight on MMS and the iHeartRadio app. So seven thirty something is when the pregame will start. Uh, Kyle is one of our bureau chiefs in Kansas City, by the way. Uh, Travis listens in Wixom, Michigan. Ashlyn is in Delanco, New Jersey. Uh, Andy is our bureau chief in Bozeman, Montana. He sent me a great story. Thank you, Andy. About a hunter who was killed by the animal that he wounded. Did you see that? Uh-uh. This dude's out uh, hunting. 
Let me find this. Sounds like he, if the animal was a woman, this sounds like a country song. He hit me and I killed him. <laughs> you know? It wasn't that, but he, he uh, where is this? I just had it. Oh, there it is. This was in the Billings Gazette that Andy sent me the story. Uh, a bow hunter is killed by the elk that charged him. Now, this did happen in Oregon. It didn't happen in Montana. But, you know, there are plenty of hunting going on in Montana. So this guy's a bow hunter. A 66-year-old guy was hunting Saturday on private property when he wounded a bull elk, which sounds big to me. I'm not a hunter by trade. So he wounds an elk, but he wasn't able to find it before dark. So he and the guy who owns the land, he wasn't poaching or anything, he was a buddy of his or something. So he and the guy go back to find it the next morning. He's like, I ain't leaving this thing. Hey, I got I got myself a 12-point elk out there. I'm not going to leave it. I got to strap it to the hood of my car, take it back. I got to strip it and clean it. Is this an Oregon accent? It's a Tillamook accent, Bill. Check it. You'll know I'm nailing it. So he can't find the elk that he's wounded the night before, so he and the other guy go out and find it on Sunday morning, and they figured it would be lying there. But the elk, which was a hurt, charged the guy, gored him in the neck with its antlers, and killed the guy. Damn. That is a God revenge damn. elk. Yes. Oh. Just left it alone. Elk, it's elk laying out big. there. It's yeah. laying out there all night Waiting. with arrows in it. And he can't find it till the next morning. The landowner tried to help the hunter, but he succumbed to his injuries. Think about that. The elk was killed and the meat was donated to the Tillamook County Jail. <laughs> so you're in there for something else. <laughs> And they're like, where did this come from? They've all got Tillamook accents, Bill. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, now this, they're all eating like Joe Rogan. Where did this meat come from? They go, well, there's a revenge elk out there. Did anybody see him actually get, you know, stabbed by the elk? Oh, you think the other guy took that as an opportunity it, 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 to kill him? Exactly. Well, exactly. I imagine that the, that the... The wounds were consistent mm. with elk horns. <laughs> Maybe he, that's what he, he did. He pushed him onto him he or something. He took the elk neck and he shoved it into it. Instead of stabbing him... Yeah, he used the, the dead elk. The elk so you guys... Dead, yeah. so, yeah, heavy that would be. so you're saying this is an elaborate murder plan. Mm-hmm. Or pushed that him makes it. it way less interesting than a wounded elk killing the guy who wounded him. Mm-mm. This is a great story about uh, nature overcoming a man's... Best laid plans. No, no, no. That neighbor had warned the guy about his fence line multiple times. <laughs> but he was out there with him. The guy wasn't matter. poaching. He was out there that's with him. That's what you want him. Yeah. That's, the, that's his story. Oh, with his wife. How, who's telling the story? Who's telling the story? The guy that owned the land. Uh-huh. Well, the, it's it, listen, if you can't trust a guy from Tillamook, who are you going to trust? <laughs> you know the guy next door. <laughs> you know the guy next door. But he had little ticks. All over the elk. <laughs> Ticks. <laughs> Things that he didn't like. Oh, okay. That he told him. You mean T-I-C-S or T-I-C-K-S? Both. Both of them. That bull elk's got covered in ticks. Hmm. So you guys, to a person, by the way, because mm-hmm. I just took the Billings Gazette at their word, to a person believe that the landowner 
faked this guy's murder by bull elk. Mm-hmm. I think he pushed him onto, you know, the. I, he's covering up the murder with yeah. the bull elk. Yeah, like he actually he's using murdered the elk him as an excuse. But uh, he's like, oh yeah, he, he killed this moose elk. or this elk, and it uh, it got, but it didn't die. And now he's uh, he got gored by it. This is a scape elk, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Scape elk. Huh. You can leave a message for us anytime you like, whether it's in between shows or while we're on. Uh, the Alan Cox Show After Hours line is always available to you. That's 216-986-8903. Hello there. This is nobody special. But I thought I'd call and tell you that I just had two. This is Genevieve, yeah. Uh-huh. We'll hear from her in a minute. Well, she calls, and then a couple times she's used a different name. And she said it's the last time she's calling every time. She always says forever, goodbye. (laughs) I'm going, uh, Genevieve, to the best of my knowledge, could be an alias, too, but I would rather go with that than Jill or whatever. Jen. Jentifer. (laughs) Jentifer Man Cameron, ma'am. I tell you that I just had two thoughts that delighted my world. And those thoughts are, number one, wouldn't it be amazing if Pancake married a woman named Sarah Lee? Oh boy, Pancake, what do you think about that? Do you get what she's doing there? I like it. Yeah, but no. No. Or Little Debbie. (laughs) This is going to kill her. And thought number two, Alan should have a home maintenance show on television called Alan Kalk. That's all. Goodbye. Okay, so there you go. Listen, today. feeling quite punny. Some of them from her are very angry. Some Mm -hmm. of them are more shower thoughts. And that's fine too. I like the lighthearted punny one. This you is could fun. do. You got tools, right? You got. I've got a lot saws of saws and telescopes. You could do Alan telescopes. Cokes. See, I think she got it <laughs> mixed up. Though. <laughs> Doesn't he? We need to talk about a telescope you just bought or a periscope. Got, or no, a, it's more like a. It's like a laparoscope. It's something that you can put inside a vent and see down. It's a long, uh, like kind of a cable with a light on the end okay. of it, and yeah. Yeah, cable scope. Yeah. Either way. Uh huh. You could do it. A YouTube series. From Casa Cox, Casa Cox. You can do it. Casa Cox. <laughs> right. I don't think I would marry a Sandra Lee. I would probably... Sarah, no. Lee. Sarah, Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee. Sarah Lee, not Sandra Lee. Sandra D. <laughs> Beach blanket <laughs> bingo? But it would be like Lee Sarah. That's who I would marry. It would be a dude. Lee Sarah. Lee Sarah. Sure. Why is that? Understood. Because you're gay. What? <laughs> <laughs> Is 2020 married? Being gay is okay. Are you okay over there? No. I'm homophobic. Did you not and know? I'm gay. No, I took a drink just as those juvenile words came out of your mouth, and I saw how happy you were with yourself. We were like, why? Because you're gay, and I couldn't handle it. I couldn't handle the, how happy you were with that comment. I don't know if I was that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sorry. It's one of our many gay categories. We have our bears, our queens, our daddies, our sugar caddies, our maple smoke sausage patties, our Belgian waffles, and of course our six tops. Fun fact, those last four are just things that are in this room. But you believed me because you are stupid. Wow, and what, pray tell, are you? I'm a soft, 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 soft butch. Now, a couple of people are pointing out to me because uh, you might have noticed that every other commercial we run is for a podcast that this company owns, that perhaps the revenge of the bull elk will be developed into a 14-episode podcast where they can really... Uncover the murder. Uncover the murder, Maybe right. Maybe I should do it. I need a podcast, right? Mary Santora went deep into the heart of Tillamook County, Oregon, to <laughs> uncover if a murder by bull elk was just that. Mm-hmm. 
I was playing. You could get Elk and Elk uh, to oh, sponsor yes. the lawyers. Gormore years. This is, see, this, is all, <laughs> <laughs> this is all coming together. Have you man. been hurt by an animal? Hit up Elk and Elk. <laughs> yeah, something to think about. Alan, I just saw a guy with a face mask completely covering his forehead. <laughs> what? Nowhere near his mouth. Well, that sounds like somebody maybe trying to <clears throat> make a statement. I don't know what that statement is. See the guy in Anchorage in the Walmart that flipped out? This is the mm-hmm. viral thing going around. Uh, whatever the male uh, analog to a Karen is. A Kyle, maybe? Kyle know? or a Kevin. Yeah, Mary didn't like the Karen thing. Uh, but listen, last week, uh, Anchorage, we mentioned, was the first city in Alaska to ban gay conversion therapy, and I thought maybe this guy was so upset over that. But we haven't seen, I feel like by and large, even the people that don't want to be down with the mask thing are kind of getting over it, at least to the degree where they can walk in a store. Because most stores now, mm-hmm. they're not, they giving you, they're, they're not yeah. screwing around. They're not giving mm-hmm. you the option. Or they'll have them right there. They, like put it on. Yep. You know? There you go. Uh, this guy walked into a Walmart and was flipping out. Is this the guy that got picked up by his son? I don't know. He's 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 in like orange sweats and a weird hat, and a, I mean he's screaming about Satan, and you know. Uh, so I didn't see this one yet, but there's a one where this guy is in a Walmart or some or grocery store, and he's screaming and freaking out and saying like, "It's not real! Why are you all wearing masks? You look like a bunch of pussies!" And then he gets carried out of the store by his son, hmm. like his adult son carries him out of the store and goes, "Dad, you're making yeah, a scene." Come on, please. Well, and you know, you can't win either on social media because on the one hand, this guy's screaming and yelling and half the people are like, boy, these poor Walmart people have to put up with this. And other people are like, it's so terrible. This guy is clearly in need of mental health and they're just standing there. I'm like, they're not psychiatrists. They're working at Walmart for a 50 an hour. Get back from your highway to hell and get out of a godly man's face. Yeah, get out of a godly man's face. Get back on your highway to hell. I mean, okay. Guy's gone viral for obvious reasons, and yes, he clearly needs some kind of help. But we're not in a position to be deputizing store clerks. You know, these people always run in, and they'll see a phalanx of of people working there saying, Sir, you can't come in here. Get me a manager! Like, the manager's going to say something different. The manager is the guy in charge. He's not going to tell you something different. Most of the time it'd be the managers, and they're like, well, let me speak to someone else. But I, I'm curious why this went so viral, because it's at like 11 million views. Is it because there's been such a dearth of people freaking out lately, or is I this... I feel like we've hit, yeah. We plateaued, and now this there's guy's come along to save us? Then... In Anchorage, which again, is not a huge city. It's the biggest one in Alaska, but it's under 300,000 people. Everyone probably knows this guy. Like, everyone in the city probably knows this guy. Well, I don't think it's that small. I mean, you still got, you know, it's about the size of Cleveland. Is this viral marketing from, like, Target and Meyer, where they're just like, listen, this is happening at Walmart. not happening Come to Meyer, you're going to be okay. You're not going to see a freak out. You know what, though? I want people, the next wave... Instead of asking for a manager, ask for a cashier. <laughs> like you're yelling at a door guy, that can I speak to a cashier, please? Ask for a janitor. <laughs> I want to speak to a janitor. janitor. Right. I want to talk to the guy who cleans up the diarrhea. Sir, I'm the manager here. You're not who I need to speak to about this. <laughs> Sir, all of our cashiers are robots right now, and uh, they're off. It's just yelling so. at the self checkout. That's right. No, I don't know what to tell you. Damn. Yeah. Eleven million views. That's crazy. Yeah. 
Nisi Nash, you know who Nisi Nash is? Mm-mm. She was on Reno 911. She's done a lot of things since then. Uh, she came out on the day of her wedding. Hey. She's gay? She is gay. Was she supposed to be marrying a man? Well, her wife looks, I mean, she very wore a suit and uh, very cropped hair and, you know. But, um... Nisi, well, because it took me a second to look at the photo. I was like, what am I missing here? But that is her wife. She's on a show called Claws. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Which is like a um, TNT show. Yeah, it's uh, like uh, criminals who run a nail salon. Yeah, <laughs> thing, you know? nail salon mob. Yeah, there you go. A uh, little controversy on that whole Genevieve call. What's that? Mike, uh... Killing Cat Show! Exclusive news Mike and Parma has quoted one of his tweets from 2014, where he said, Have you ever considered doing a monthly home improvement segment and calling it Alan Cox? Genevieve. Genevieve. Is Mike from Parma Genevieve? I don't. I mean, you know, we've met him, and boy, he doesn't sound anything he like that. Seem like uh, he's far more breathy. He did uh, than she is. He did give me a drill that uh, nearly exploded and caught on fire. So, he, you know, I don't know. His home improvement skills. Was or it whatever. a Chinese fire drill? This seems racist. No. <laughs> Is that the look that I had? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that, no. That was how I didn't no, get that no, no. <laughs> I didn't get as much joy as you did. Well, I was also, the, the water hit my throat at the right minute for me to so cough. close to a good one. Throat. Mm-hmm. Alan, your home improvement show could be watching your wife and a skilled craftsman fix stuff, and it could be called Alan Cucks. <laughs> hey, yeah. There you go, like Jerry Falwell Jr. <laughs> me and JFJR. Except I got all the tools. I hope there's videotapes of all this stuff. I don't. I want to. You want to see Jerry Falwell sitting in a corner <laughs> while some pool boy rails his rook? Yeah. I don't want to see anything of see the it. sort. I'll sleep the sleep of angels being <laughs> uh, being deprived of that video. I hope there's receipts. If you get it, show me. But, uh, publicly, <laughs> I'm, I'm of course, I'll, I'll, I'll send. Take a quick view. Uh, uh, I'm watch the whole thing. For research Sound purposes. Off. Sound off. Sound off. Rest assured, when all else fails to entertain you, so will he. You guys suck! This is the Alan Cox Show on 100.7 WMMS. 216-578-1007 to join us or 800-348-1007-35192. Send me a text. AlanCockShow.com, got the new Instagram hotties there for you. It's volume 32 of that, uh, but also episode 15 of the Bill Squire Show. You guys out and performing this week, yes? Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I will be at the Funny Stop this weekend, the 3rd, 4th, and 5th, uh, out in Cuyahoga Falls. I was just there in June when they reopened, and uh, they wanted to have me back. 
That was kind of a makeup date back in June. Back but, popular demand. So uh, go to funnystop.com to get those tickets. Uh, it's always a good time there. And then I'm open for Brian Regan tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday. But those are all sold out. But I'm opening for Brian Regan Thursday. Hey. That show is just added today. So there's tickets left for that if you guys want to. It will sell out. I know it will. But um, I can't wait. This is like... For me, dream come true. Yeah, I can't wait, too. dude. I thought you've opened for him before. No, I've met him before. Oh. I've hung out with him, but I've never opened for him. Didn't you embarrass that. yourself with Brian Regan some yes. years ago? Yes, in 2018. Times, right? No, just once. In okay. 2018, he was doing a... I've told It's a longer story, but he was doing a theater in Rochester, Minnesota, and I was doing a club in Rochester, Minnesota, and he's known for like coming and hanging out at the clubs after his shows and i was already like three glasses of wine in when we met and i cried and i was telling him how much i loved him and then we went out and i probably did like 15 shots of tequila and i fell face first off of his tour bus uh-huh. and um woke up in minneapolis off the, roof, off the steps well, off the steps okay. i missed the last step but he um was kind enough to take me and a couple other comics and some of the staff all the way and got us all hotel rooms and we were safe and then he got a car for us back the two hours from Minneapolis right. to Rochester. And then I, I got to hang out with him again after I his I feel like that's the show. one time that being hammered worked in your favor. <laughs> Dude, I don't even understand. Because you would have never had any of that. You might not remember it No. Well, I remember well, but... part of it. All the way up until we got like... I don't remember falling off the tour bus. That part was told to me. So I remember getting on the tour bus. I remember telling, like, physically sobbing to him, telling him how much his comedy meant to me. Did that, I imagine that made him extraordinarily uncomfortable. He was very sweet. He was it just probably like, made him very uncomfortable. Was, I'm sure it did, but yeah. he was just like, thank you so much. That means so much to me. I was like, you, you don't understand. Just like, just You're like, like okay, I already told you it means a lot to me, all right? Can you get off my bus now, please? When he played the Masonic... Earlier this year or late last year, one of the two was in like winter time. It was December last year. He came and hung out at Hilarities after, mm-hmm. and he remembered me, and he was very sweet, and he wasn't like you're the bitch that fell and cried. Mm-hmm. Like he was very kind, and he oh, did Mary. remember. Yeah, he knew my yeah. name, and so I don't know if that's just kind. Of, from everything I hear, that's just the kind of guy he is. So I'm excited for him to see my comedy and not associate me with being 15 shots of tequila drunk. What if Thursday night he has no clue who you are? That would be strange. What if he says, I like you better when you were drinking? Oh, yeah. that could be true. <laughs> Honestly, everyone, drunk mare was way more fun mm-hmm. than sober mare. It's just that I'm a little more. What if he insisted that you have a drink with him? I couldn't. I wouldn't do it. Even if it, I've drank with Brian Regan before, but even if he like idle status and all that, I wouldn't do it. And okay. I don't think he would push it. No, if I were like, oh, no, thank you, I'm sober. All of a sudden, he becomes like a completely different person. Like, yeah. you drink with me now or your career's over. Yeah, like, you'll never work in this town. Weirdest me too ever. <laughs> I know people. Oh, I'm excited. I love Brian Regan. My He's parents are actually coming to the show tonight. That's a Ooh, show that can handle. They can actually come to this. Yeah, and my, right. mom, my mom was it's texting clean. me earlier. She's like, hey, no politics tonight because your dad and some of his friends are coming and I don't want to have a bad <laughs> ride gonna home. You're going to tailor your I'm show a, to your dad. I know. I, but I'm like, uh, I'm no opening politics. for Brian Regan. I'm doing my cleanest stuff. Like, right. this is a I'm very, not opening for Gaffigan, yeah, Mom. <laughs> this is a very apolitical set that I'm doing tonight, so it'll be... Just fine, Mom. Don't you worry about it. Wow. Well, these are like those weird, and I don't want to say perks, because there's not good parts to a global pandemic. But the way that comedy's reshaping is that guys like him, who are normally selling out theaters, well, those theaters aren't open anymore. So he's coming back into the clubs, and it kind of gives us like a, an opportunity that might not have been there before, which yeah. is, I mean, if you gotta awesome. f- if you got to find a silver lining. Well, you as know? soon as I saw he was on the schedule, I hit up uh, the manager. I'm like, hey, 
if they need a host, I'm the guy. Yeah. I'm taking, I'm calling dibs. I got seniority on most yeah. everybody that works at the club. I want that. And so then he hit me up today and said, oh, well, do you want to do a Thursday show? I'm like, that can't because I'm at Funny Stop. Uh, you know, sometimes success gets in the way of, you know. Yeah, But seniority is a card you can play? I, yeah. Yeah. I to a certain degree, yeah. yeah. To a degree. I For that club, for everything that uh, we've gone through together, yeah. Hmm. He's, I got a good relationship with them, and I do a lot with them. So. No, I understand that. Yeah. I just didn't. I didn't know that I'm the senior. Well, I didn't could... say that. Okay, but when it comes, well, I thought you did. You no. said that you said that. Well, I said that I want to be the guy that I'm. I'm putting dibs is what I said. Right, but that's based in you being having yes. seniority. Yeah. So you didn't say it. I didn't but say you it, alluded but I, to it. But I, think I they, they know it. He called dibs. Yeah. Right. I'm just saying I didn't <laughs> realize. I real, didn't realize. Right. But what I'm saying is that implies seniority. So yeah. I, I didn't realize that was a card that you could play. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Uh, so when I wasn't available for Thursday, I was like, oh, I was talking to Mary at the same time. We were time, already texting, yeah. And I was like, hey, what are you doing Thursday? You got some availability? <laughs> I texted There's this Mary guy you may have heard of him. Yeah. I was like, hey, just so you know, because I'm sure that word hadn't even got out that they added another show yet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, just so you know, totally free and available to open for Brian Regan on Thursday. <laughs> Quick note, Brian Regan doesn't think women are funny. Nevertheless, hey. he will happily put you on there. I've thought about that. As long like, as you wear a suit and put your head up under a wig. Well, because he does have a certain presence and a certain, you know, like he's a completely clean, well-dressed, like, you know, he's that style of comic. So it's it's um, not normally what I do. And I was telling Bill earlier that I'm actually really excited to put together like a tight, clean set. Because that's not, I mean, normally you can just say whatever you want. But. 559? Tight, clean set. Uh, okay. Come on. Yeah. That was a stretch. But it's like kind of a little challenge and, you know, to brush up a little bit. Maybe I'll wash my hair. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> hey. Thursday night, if you're going to Hilarities, you might see Mary with washed hair. Uh, there was a, a few years ago, you remember we were doing that. I was helping him with a fundraiser in town, and the organi- organizer of the fundraiser said that I could do a set if I hit, like, a certain number of tickets that were sold with, like, my code, basically a bringer show yeah. for a theater show, yeah. and it was, like, 300, and I got to, like, 270, and they didn't let me do a set. Are you for real? Ah, I am very for real. Were the people pissed that 270 people bought tickets in your name? No, because they just want to see Regan. Oh. So they were happy, but I didn't get to do the set, so no, this is, like, redemption now yeah. to be able to open for them this, these next three days. It's going to be great. Hey, Stripper Scott. Uh, hello, everybody. What's going on? You mentioned earlier uh, that you and uh, your wife uh, rescued a stray dog, and uh, I have a story similar to that from a while back. Well, I mean, we, we didn't we didn't take in a dog. I mean, I want to be very clear. There was a dog from the neighborhood that was running around with no leash, and we were able to grab the dog until we made contact with the owner. So, yeah, we we didn't let it run around or get hit by a car or anything, but we we did not rescue a dog. You found a dog in return. Yeah, in the traditional sense. Yeah, go ahead. Right. Yeah, I got home. This was years ago when I was working second shift. So I would get off at 12 and may or may not have uh, gotten some dinner at a bar after. So somewhere between 12 and, let's say, 2.30 in the morning, I get home, park my car, and there's uh, two dogs, one bigger, one smaller, running through my backyard. And I saw they had collars on them. So I tried to go over and get them, and they just kept kind of getting a little bit further away. I ended up chasing them through a couple yards, a couple streets, a couple blocks away. And that what what tripped him up was there was a fence in the backyard, and the little one got through, and the big one didn't. It couldn't get separated because they were buddies. So then I, I grabbed the one, and then the, the little one came back, and I 
got her into the street right when a car was coming and I got scared. Headlights. I just kind of waved like, help me. Turned out, it was a cop. Cop took me back home, put him in the garage, and then they contacted the people and they came down the next day. But I, I chased those dogs. Like, so you're a dog hero like Alan. <laughs> Well, but to my point earlier, you know, the, you do hit the point where you're like, how much work am I going to put into this exactly. for somebody who couldn't keep their dog under wraps? And I understand and things happen, but... Right, and they picked him up while I was at work, so they didn't tell me thanks. I guess, like, they told someone else to tell them... I said, they did tell me, they said thanks. Like yeah, that. I mean, we were operating on the assumption that the neighborhood, uh, whoever owned the dog, would be scouring the neighborhood for the dog. It was nothing I was... I was uh, hoping would spend 36 hours in calling police and animal control. I'm like, I don't care that much. But if it's there in front of me, got to grab it. Something yeah, I can exactly. do. Sure. And look, this is at late at night. And I'm like, they just probably snuck out somehow or got out of the fence and they could get hit by a car. Because 2.30 a.m., that's when all the drunk drivers are out. So I felt, yeah. you know, I had nothing else doing at the time. So I just... Uh, I well, and you said you may... You said you may or may not have had a couple beers, which I took to mean that you did. I, I honestly don't remember. This was like 20 years ago. <laughs> just, so that dog I, is probably I, dead now. For all of your oh, efforts, definitely. that dog yeah. is dead. Yeah. Two of them. They're both dead. Oh They're my God. both dead. Yeah. And yet you yeah. live. Well, so it's a far. cruel world. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you, Scott. We got a call on the After Hours line from Genevieve earlier in the show. Well, not that long ago. And now... Someone calling himself Genevieve <laughs> said that he wants to defend his sister, and I don't know. Hello? Because we, we called him out. We called who? Hello, Alan. We called Genevieve out. Well, we called Genevieve out. No, yeah. I know, but I, I wasn't aware that, uh, I mean, who in their right mind names their daughter Genevieve and then their son Genevieve? <laughs> I mean, it seems just patently ridiculous. It seems unlikely. Hello, Alan. <laughs> Can I just call you John? Actually, it's John Avere, not John Avere. Well, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> <laughs> Plays right into it. Mm -hmm. John Avere, okay. Yes, I, I needed to call and defend my sister. You see, she has a little bit of the dementia. The dementia? Oh, my goodness. That sounds awful. So she's been diagnosed as having the dementia. That's right, and yeah. she says Bill and Mary complains about them all the time, but really, our grandfather's name is John, and our grandmother's name is Mary, but yeah. our mother's name is also Wilhelmina. Oh, I see. It's very complicated. It's very complicated, and I don't know that I'm even mentally trying to make the connections, uh, but... Uh... So you wanted so your defense of her is that she has the dementia because she sounds very young. She is. She's only about uh, twenty three years old. Oh my oh, goodness! She's got that early onset she dementia. You got that college onset dementia. Alzheimer's. Oh no, that's awful. It's right like out of high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Some people go gray. She has gray matter. Oh my goodness, Mary. We all have gray matter in our brain. So on all the time is that your hair is fantastic. Your hair is wonderful, Alan. Oh, you're talking to me? Well, yeah. Please tell me something I don't know. Um, okay. Well, listen. I, I couldn't feel worse that your sister has uh, college onset dementia. <laughs> uh, was she able to matriculate? Only once, but yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay. Well, listen. I guess um, I assume that maybe that's why she leaves us messages rather than um, putting herself at my mercy by calling live. Is that a fair assessment? Well, it's cheaper than crack. We got to go all the way to crack and for that. <laughs> cheaper than crack to call us. To yeah. call is right. In, He's in not that wrong. The, in that the call. <laughs> cost nothing and the crack would cost okay well listen some money yeah yeah right and you have to go to crack rent for it please uh give her my best will you i will and if she can keep calling you it really does her mental health a wonder then I'm I'm happy to bear you know whatever slings and arrows she wants to throw my way. I'm starting to sound like Donovier. Happy to uh I'm happy to okay thank you uh, John Avere. You're welcome, Alan. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting a little Trumpy, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> thank you. College onset dementia. <laughs> Camera. All right, thank you. We have the best dementia. The best of all the dementias. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So, I bet uh, she doesn't okay. even mention it when she calls it the next time. But that would explain why she says goodbye forever and then calls us again. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that is true. Well, now I feel like I've, uh, I don't know. You okay over there? I thought my sports bra was on inside oh, out God. for a second. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, TV. Could you repeat that? Person, woman, man, camera, person, woman, man, camera, TV. And they said, wow, that's amazing. They said, nobody gets it in order. It's actually not that easy. Person, woman, man, camera, TV. But for me, it was easy. That's not an easy question, and it's okay. Yeah. If you repeat them out of order, it's okay. They ask you, do you, they give you five minutes and you have to repeat them. But then when you go back about 20, 25 minutes later, and they say, go. Hmm. Alan, I remember the Brian Reagan thing with Bill because he cried, and you didn't understand why he was crying. You cried. I cried? I cried. I don't know if I cried. I don't remember crying. I don't remember that either. The second time I met him, I was, for whatever reason, he's someone that I have a hard time keeping my cool around. Where I'm just, I get starstruck a little bit, and then I have to remind, like, chill out. It's okay. Everything's fine. <laughs> my heart beats fast and my eyes well up. It's, I don't know, man. I mean, I, I understand starstruck. Um,. But he couldn't kind be of. he couldn't be a more accommodating dude. Like, I understand. You know, Very so down to earth. Yes. And just wants, he likes to talk comedy because yes. another time I got to hang out with him, we were just having drinks after a show. He was at a theater. I was at a much smaller theater, but still a theater. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, his was sold out. Mine had people. And uh, that, was actually, that was actually a really good show. Anyway, so he we were just having drinks over at the nine. Yeah. And just like hanging out there and just like we, we talked for. Two hours just I remember what that if he, show. What if he hears, just by happenstance, hears this entire exchange and immediately wants you two psychos off his show? He How might. Psycho? Uh, mine was psycho. Mine was 100. Yeah. I will cop to that. She's I was crying. absolutely she, psycho. Yeah. Um, the night that you're talking about, I remember I was... It was, the Cleveland it was like Comedy 2014 Festival. or 15? Uh, it was later than that. 16 then. I want to say 16. So my ex and I were in a fight because he didn't want me to stay out after my show. I was at Hilarities that night and I was going to stay and hang out. And um, we got into a fight and he was like, come home, blah, blah, blah. And I came home and then later that night, all of you were hanging out with Brian Regan and I was furious. Because I was like, I knew it. Because you I already have the worst out. FOMO anyway. Yes. <laughs> I remember that. Mary, the night of the... Uh... You were drunk, too. What was he thinking asking you to come home? I don't know. I was probably drunk, but... 
but you were like a drunk is what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. So I, it was just surprised to me that that's where he drew the line. No, you have to come home tonight. <sighs> if you had that type of discipline. Like Genevieve probably... has the dementia. You were the drunk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I had the drunk. I had the drink. In you me. had the drink. <laughs> it's the battle against the battle against the Bible and the battle for daddy's soul. Bill cried off air. Oh, uh, what? I don't. That's about Brian Regan. I don't recall that. I don't How recall do I know what you're doing off yeah. I don't know. Maybe I said I did, but I don't think I did. I mean, yeah, and sometimes, I don't know, did I embellish maybe that I was crying? Oh, I don't and know. people didn't understand that I was kind of playing it up. Are they here, thinking about the time we all forgot his birthday? This. <laughs> that was on air. He cried on air. No, we didn't forget about his birthday. We didn't realize you want to do it. anything for it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't. Yeah. After all I do for you ungrateful this sons of bitches. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, Give me the old Genevieve. For, oh, I didn't know. Ooh. Okay, well, yeah, okay. Well, uh, so an added Brian Regan show. Thursday night, yes. Okay, so hilarious. people are telling me they didn't know, and now they know. It and just got there. added this morning. Just got added this morning. There you go. So With go Mary Santora. I can't wait. And right. who's Midland? What's his name? Gene? I don't know. <laughs> Gene, Gene, the dancing machine? <laughs> yes. No, okay, know. good. He'll be there, too. It'll be Mary and Brian and Gene. <laughs> and then me at the funny stop all weekend. And now I must leave you as the Brady Bunch is on, and I find four of those children incredibly arousing. <laughs> Get out of here. Careful of what you say. Be careful in every way. Be careful of what you do. Big Brother is watching you. Be circumspect and discreet. Stay light on your mental feet. One slip and you know you're through. Big Brother is watching you. Confirm with all direct. Remember it works both ways You'll disappear in a wink Unless you can double think You'll vanish into the blue Big Brother is watching you With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.